0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Four-Layer Takes. On this episode, we are doing our deep dive of Lovecraft Country. Episode 10 is the season finale, Full Circle. I'm your girl, Kim. It's me, Mimi. It's your girl, Mel.
1: It's your boy, Marcus, a.k.a. the goat, a.k.a. the queen, the genius, the hilarious, the intelligent, the amazing, the beautiful, the everything, Misha Green, who is the uh, showrunner and developer, it's just everything for Lovecraft Country
2: yay misha oh. yeah i didn't know where you were going with that at first me That's either like, i was getting I quite didn't. nervous i didn't know what's happening <laughs> i know yeah.
3: i was like i don't know who you about to name i don't know if we co-sign i don't know if we need to give a disclaimer like here at four later text this is not the opinion <laughs> no. of all of our
2: <laughs> i was like You're already, I know you was already engaged i was like are you about to get engaged again like what's happening what's going on i don't
1: know <laughs> right. nah, i just nah just huge shout out to misha green for this show this show was I, I, I might be I might be hyperbolic in my saying, but I think this might be one of the best, probably the best show I've ever seen in my life. Damn! Up until Game of Yeah, I mean, yeah. up until Game of let me down, but yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Same <laughs> season, not quite in my top five, but it is a very good show, and Misha is a great uh, showrunner. Yeah, she
1: is. Yeah, yeah, I'm struggling between this and the why, so we'll see
2: yeah that's serious because the wire is like the wire is like the best show ever on television (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. all right i'm like that's saying a lot lot, but no yeah shout out shout out to Green. this has been great okay so we are getting ready for our last deep dive um full circle episode 10 of lovecraft country and it's been a wild ride for all of us emotionally physically mentally all of it hyperbolically what is that lady on uh Robin, do y'all? Do y'all remember on Black Lady sketch show? And she was she would play the Afrocentric lady. Not,
3: not Nan. Not Nan. <laughs> 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 like symbolically,
2: symbolically, just <laughs> like <laughs> <interesting>, like, <laughs> like this show has has really meant a lot to a lot of people, and especially for us, you know, black geeky nerdy, you know, sci fi and fantasy lovers out there. This has just been. Um, just been really cool. And and a lot of us love magic and we know that our historically our community is not, we don't lean towards magic things as black people tend to try to stay away from that kind of thing, um, as we see in the show. Um, but it's been just a phenomenal ride uh, from from jump. So we're gonna start off with turning the floor over to Marcus, and you have a theme that you have for uh for this episode 10 as we wrap up.
1: Okay. Um, I guess the thing that I want to talk about, and I want to say, this is—I might be speaking out of my ass as a black man—but I wanted to talk about white feminism. <laughs> I, um, I, I don't know if you—I don't know if you all saw uh, uh, what was it? Bill Burr on SNL a couple of weeks ago, and he talked—he talked—he yeah. made that joke about how um, white women, how they kind of how that how they hijack movements or try to take over things, but in throughout history they've been on the side of white men helping to um, further white supremacy. So I want to talk about like how Christina is like the ultimate metaphor for white feminism. Like mm-hmm. she, she was all, she was all about fuck the patriarchy. Like just because you're born a man, doesn't mean shit. And she called, she called herself ally with black women only to when that, I guess black women and black people only when the time came, she tossed black people aside for our own self-interest, but then at the end, she begged to a black woman, indeed, to rescue her. But we saw how that turned out. So I just wanted to get y'all's thoughts on that.
0: Uh, Mark, as you just said, a whole lot. That's like one whole episode
1: <laughs> of <laughs> this. <laughs> show.
0: Like, I'm like, I'm um, this. Talk about it. Like,
1: I, I mean, like I said, I'm. I'm not. That's me as a black man speaking on damn near my complete opposite of white women. So I, 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 I I'm just trying to say, I just
3: I, Well, I, I, remember I mentioned that last week that that may be the commentary that white women have maybe not explicitly done. I mean, they obviously have in history uh-huh. ha- have explicitly done terrible things, but not um, as much in comparison as, you know, white patriarchal white supremacy, but they've just kind of been on the side and haven't done anything. So, yeah, I, uh, or not intervened or whatever. And then, uh, like Bill Burr said, jumped to the front of the line when it came to movements about that. The we, the we woke moments that we are yes. having. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, I you know, I kind of mentioned that last week. I feel like Christina has dipped in and out of that.
2: Well, yeah. And I mean, I think it's both. Like she, of course, is definitely against the patriarchy. But at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, she's more, she's for herself. So I feel like that's definitely on par with traditionally how American white women um, have been, as far as, as when I think back to, you know, slavery and civil rights, different things. I'm not, not we're not, we're not saying all white women. Don't, we're not, that's what I'm not, yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. But, you know, in general, yeah, I feel like Christina was that person. Um, Even though at the end she does save, she does save. Uh, a black woman's life because she made a promise to her sister, um, but yeah, I, I just totally agree. Like, it's not she. She is the best of, you know, white feminism. You know, I'm like when people ask me about feminists, I'm like, I don't have t- black women don't have time for all that. Like, I'm just like, I don't, I don't have time for that. Like, it just is or it isn't. I first have to make sure if I'm okay as a as a black person first, and as a woman second. Is how I see see life. So I feel like if if you know you like to call yourself a feminist and you want to be that and have that title, go for it. Mm-hmm. I don't see myself as a feminist. Um, I just I don't I don't feel like I have as a black woman. I don't have time for that too. Yeah, I just don't.
0: I think that I my, like Marcus, my- you should have asked this question of me uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, <laughs> being that my dissertation included feminism in it. Uh, mm. So that's why my thoughts are like all over the place. Hey, teachers, um, teachers, teachers. I will say... She's like, on page 77 ways. of my dissertation. <laughs> that's why I'm like, God, he should have... Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is the hard question for me. Um, there are different ways of feminism and I think that Christina, to me, doesn't embody white feminism in a, mm. in a way she does not. To me, Christina embodies just utter selfishness because i still one don't even know why she wanted to be immortal or invulnerable like i don't know what her purpose was for that and i would never even really say that she was an ally like i wouldn't even use those words because Mm. uh she only did things that helped her It was to me when you're an ally, you're doing something to help the other person. Like we're in this together to push forward a cause, a purpose or something that you deem to be important. That was never her motivation. So I don't ever think that she was an ally in that way. Um, She did. Who? I mean, she did. She saved them. At first, in the, the car accident on their way when they went to the Sundown Town, yep. and she mm-hmm. did she did save, but, me. but she only did it because she needed Tick, right? Yep. She she saved, uh, or she not saved. She helped with D because of Ruby asking, but she mm-hmm. also needed Tick. So it, it was, was still always like, self serving. Yeah, it always was. So mm-hmm. and. It, to me, it could have been anyone there that she would have asked to save, help to save her life because D just happened to show up. I, this was a deeper question for me. Um, I would say I for Black women, there's the womanist fact, theory that most people subscribe to being a womanist and not a feminist and then there is the last phase of feminism, which is critical feminism, that actually includes intersections of race and gender and sexuality. Oh, word! Okay. <laughs> well, so I'm going to say I don't think to me Christina did not embody uh, feminism.
3: I got. You. Mm.
0: And sure, I think so
3: Christina. Sense. Yeah. I think Christina was just Christina, like a lot of people on this show were self-serving <laughs> and she was also just one of those people. She just happened to have the power at the moment as they white, as the white woman with the magic. Um, because at, you know, at the end when it came down to uh, and I know we got to get into the breakdown of the show of uh, the episode, but um, you know, she was like, I'll save tick if y'all just give me the book. Mm-hmm. And they were like, no. And that was because they saw a greater, To them, the greater purpose was, well, we just want to take all magic from white people. So we're willing to sacrifice tick for that. But at the same time, the the funny thing about this show is they have mentioned that spells don't always work. Mm -hmm. They never showed us that they didn't work. (laughs) And it was like, that spell may or may not have worked for them. In reality, they could have sacrificed tick and it still didn't Mm
1: -hmm.
3: work. So, you know, everybody on here has done what they thought they should, should do for the greater good whatever that was yeah. to yeah. them
0: but the greater good so. was always their family it was always something personal to them until the end it was not like oh this is greater good for society or this is a greater good for women or this mm-hmm. is to me that was never the commentary until the end
2: until the until end yeah. episodes yeah. yeah until the end yeah
1: Oh goodness! Yeah, no, I appreciate the I appreciate the commentary and your feedback. Um, I guess the next part of this is like first, second, third in terms of drip, rank them: Christina, Ruby, and Letty. As far as like fashion and style and all, I was I was thinking back again. Like, I mean, Christina, she might have been a whatever, whatever, but man, she was that drip. the, The drip didn't stop at all. (laughs)
2: Well, and I think that's because Christina, throughout the when you look at how they did the wardrobe throughout the show, Christina Christina was the only person that was herself from the beginning to the end. So her clothes always show Christina. Where Letty started out very flashy, tummy showing, cute little pants, cute little top. She then moved to much more conservative clothing. Ruby did the kind of the opposite where she was in like, you right. know, the regular dresses and when she was, you know, with her little red shorts on, a little sunglasses, <laughs> her little tied up shirt, she looking cute. So I'm like, Christina, Christina's drip was consistent because she was who she was from the first scene to the last scene until so she got so she got got so I feel like she's the only person through the clothes and what the wardrobe looked like. The wardrobe department was trying to show. Um, she was the only one that had consistent drip, yeah. I would say, yeah, I I,
3: I, I say it's Christina because Christina was on drip as Christina and as William. You know what? So she got double she drip. got That bitch was running, that bitch was a faucet, drip, okay. <laughs> this is exactly, drip, exactly. Okay,
2: I like <laughs> um, it. And I, I like, like Hillary. I like Hillary clothes. So I don't know. No, Hillary's clothes were not good. But Letty
0: in episode two, her in her, in her her imaginary world when she when it was like if this is what you could be that you could Letty in her mind was a supermodel. Okay, <laughs> like that yeah. whole closet of clothes was fine. That was so she funny. She came out as an equestrian like a whole equestrian <laughs> outfit this girl took bands to 1921
2: From she was hilarious <laughs> and she was with a, in a flapper's dress that's I'm like right. when it's you just like melding dress. things right. it was like listen it's, that's when your you know your mama you know like when uh when, uh, women, if I work downtown, like you would wear your tennis shoes, with are your, your work clothes. And then we get into the yeah. office, you put your cute shoes on. And I'm just like, that's like a mama going to work. She was like, look, I gotta put these tennis shoes on, to get this work done. Mama keep my work clothes on. Then I'm gonna change later <laughs> on. So she was just ready to do what she had to do. If she had to bust out running, the right. she was ready to go. <laughs> had
3: had it was like and your ass ain't supposed to be here. <laughs> and who the fuck are you with them damn pants on? Bitch.
2: with them space tennis shoes on. Where are you supposed right. to be? All right, Um, and I'm and, and so. I'm and Hippolata had some drip too. She had some really uh beautiful dresses on. When we saw her dressed, you know, as she was conservative, but she still had some nice, beautiful outfits. I think the costume department fucking killed it.
3: No, yeah, I grade. I yeah, Even
2: William,
1: even good. even jihad limited showings had that drip too.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she always
1: that
0: all beautiful.
2: That she had on that red hat, looking like a cardinal. I said, "You do that <laughs> with that with that blunt with that blunt cut." I was like, "Girl, you better with your blunt cut." I like it. <laughs> I like it. She was like, "Do you want to die to have sex?" I was like, "White man, walk away. You gonna be you a ghost probably in this hotel and yeah. walk
3: away. <laughs> I was shocked that I was shocked that he walked away because most I of the most I of them like, oh, show me the way exactly. To well, is the pussy gonna kill me like that? Okay, I will <laughs> it. I'll drive, He's
2: like, that sounds like a good idea. Oh
3: man, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're very confident. It'd be a great way to go out. <laughs>
1: oh man, oh uh, god. Anyway, that was my thoughts exactly. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Right. It was
2: great. all right so we want to do any talk about anything else before we get started or ready to dive into it i'm ready to dive okay well gang we're we're at we're at the end of the road um for for our our season one i do believe there's going to be a season two i'm going to believe it and hope and pray about it i am um Mm -hmm. so we kind of open up and i like the fact that they open this the whole scene up with a picture Uh, showing the um the negro's guide to safe travel um the green book so i was like okay it's that that to me definitely gave me the full circle of that is how we started the show now we're ending it um so you have d remember that she uh christina only gave her the um a spell that only could last about 24 hours before she was going to go back into um being one of the the What's it called? Top tipsy and topsy. Topsy and Bopsy bitch, I don't know. Whatever. Topsy, topsy and Bopsy. and Bopsy.
0: <laughs> and I'm not even very struggling tipsy. with Topsy
2: and Bopsy. I happening? struggle, y'all. I'm struggling. I only had a little this tiny bit of wine tonight. Only a tiny bit of wine. Um All so right. uh we see that they finally have the book of names that they got from Tulsa. So they put the book down and the book, uh, they say the spell and they open it and the book like opens up to the page that has basically Tick's family um, birthmarked on it. So that you know, like, okay, so we know we're at the same page. And right when that happens, Tick and Letty just hit the floor, they pass out. Then we find out- I got a-
3: I'm sorry, I already got one quick question that I had. So the birthmark was supposed to hide the magic in their blood- Yes.
0: So how did they find Tick to begin with? I was wondering the same thing. Same how did thing. Christina find? I was when I thought that, okay, same. this is what I came up with.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They found Tick from Montrose because Montrose was in the library reading all the books and stuff. So mm-hmm. I think because they kidnapped Montrose, right? They didn't um mm-hmm. Tick wasn't even there yet. Tick only came to find after to find Montrose. So I don't necessarily. But I mean,
3: why would they even want Montrose to, to I lure was, I know, but where did that come from anyway?
2: That's what I'm like, saying. That she, she, yeah. Montrose probably triggered it when she started doing the research on Dora's family. That's what, that's my theory. Because he and Montrose wouldn't have had the, the birthmark. So maybe they were like, oh, somebody's doing this research, ding, ding, ding. Like, I don't know. We don't know what all, you know, the artem. I don't know. But I thought the same thing. I, I was know. like, uh, Hannah, if you did that to say it, to protect them, like, you didn't terrible. Like, this, you, gonna, you gonna try to protect people and hide them with a damn birthmark? <laughs> Who wrote this? Who wrote this? I'm, we need to ask me. We need to tweet that at Bisha because I got some questions. <laughs> I, the same thing. My, I my,
3: hey, my my thing would be like, I would be like, let me find whoever walking around with
2: this birthmark. Yeah. Obviously, they the one with the message. <laughs> I, I, I put them ad in the paper like, if you have this birthmark, we're going to give you a million dollars. Yes, yes. If you have this
3: birthmark, you are you may be entitled to a settlement. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny.
0: <laughs> but then the birthmark oh. wasn't even in the same place on everybody. Uh-huh. So yeah. I, I don't know. I just I had the same question. Me too. So I was like, maybe it was from all of
2: Montrose's research in the library. He triggered it. Yeah. I, I agree. Lordy. So uh Letty opens her eyes and she's back in Dora's family's home with Hattie. And he like the whole room is kind of red. And she was like, oh, shit, I'm, I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. Oh, God, why am I back in the burning in the burning place? And um, Hattie tells her, you know, uh, you you know, you opened up the book and the ba- your baby basically brought you here to where I am now. Um, Hattie warns her, you know, to not do what Hannah did, do not bind the book out of fear, but use it to keep everybody safe. She was like, Hannah, was like we, what we can do is we're going to fix Hattie's, um, Hannah's mistake. So I was, was like, OK, this is good. And this scene was very complicated because it went back and forth. So I'm just going to try to tell the story from both scenes. Um, then we see Tick wake up at the same time and he's with Hannah, his ancestor. but He's back at the Artem house um, that we've seen so many times where Hannah's running out, with the Book of Names. Um, We find out that Hannah used uh, Titus' spell, so she created the birthmark, like we said, to hide her family and her bloodline away from magic wielders, which we see like that was an epic fail. She, so when she opened up the book of, of names, um, she created this place, uh, it was kind of, it's called um, an ancestral plane, that that's kind of where they are right now, a safe place for her family to be. Um, she said she did this kind of by accident when she did the spell. So every night when she would go to sleep, she would go there and she thought it was hell. She thought she was basically being cursed for, you know, opening the book and doing trying to do a spell. Um, then she had to realize uh, that the fire was, it, the fire that was surrounding her, that she thought was going to hurt her was her rage made manifest in that she could tame it. Like she could basically use this, these flames to her advantage. Then she realized that the magic was a gift, not a curse, and that she could pass it on through her family line. So she's trying to understand all this stuff about magic, understand the book. She's created this plane by accident completely, but she knows this is where her family can stay safe and that the the magic builders can't get to them. Then we find out that Hannah committed suicide. Um, And before she did that, she bound the book uh, to make sure that the book didn't get used by anybody. Um, But she did, you know, we do know that she. She gave uh, them the words to open the book, but because she was so scared, she wanted the book just to be closed forever. And that was a mistake. Um, then Tick tells uh, Hannah that she was like, my cousin D is hurt. We need your help. We need we need you to help her. And uh, she says, don't worry, you're going to save them all. All right, Kim. Okay, help me understand because I heard you go through that. So I've seen uh-huh. this episode a few times to
0: mm-hmm. you try to understand and I'm still confused. Okay so and that's only the beginning of that scene the the scene goes on right Um, but this is the uh part where i was confused about the ancestral plane part Uh and her taking her own life yes so so when i was watching it i was like did she create the plane the create the ancestral plane so she could take her own life like i couldn't understand why Uh she would take her life if she created the plane i i was very i'm confused So she created it it by By
2: mistake.
3: She created, yeah, by Mm -hmm. mistake. It was accident.
2: She didn't mean to create it. So I, I feel like they don't say why she killed herself. What I think happened was magic helped her. They probably knew this. Like, I'm just trying to think of like, when I think of when I watch magic shows or like read books about magic, it feels like the magic was trying to help her, even though they, the magic knew that she was going to commit suicide. It created this, you know, plane for her and her ancestors, but it said it was completely by accident. She didn't know what she was doing. Okay. If she thought she was going to hell every night when she would fall asleep, like in her dreams, she was like, oh, God, I'm in hell. I'm being cursed. But that's when she realized, like, it was just really her, all of the rage that she had um, inside of her. And then that's, you know, that's she could it's use it. Or maybe once she created this and realized what it was, then she decided to commit suicide so she could be safe. That could be another reason. Yeah, that's know. the part. She said understand. she felt.
3: Yeah, because she said she felt the pain every night and if mm-hmm. you felt that every night, you probably kill yourself too. <laughs> yeah,
2: and, and not until she, then when she understood something, maybe that's what it was. They never explained it 100%. I just feel like we got to just make it up in our heads at this point. I feel like she probably was like, you know what? Titus trying to kill, she tried to kill my baby. You know, I know he's never going to stop coming after me. You know, even though she killed him, she's like, these are magic people; they're always going to come after me. So I think maybe she committed suicide just so that she knew she could go to this plane that she accidentally created to be safe. You know, okay. I, I hope, yeah, I hope. But they don't say why she committed suicide. Okay, but
0: Hattie, I know we're going to get to it. Hattie is not her daughter. Is Hattie her granddaughter? Hattie is who? Who? Uh, Hannah. No, ha- oh. is ha- is Hattie Hannah's
2: granddaughter? Hattie is Hannah's like great, great. I think third grade at this. Point. In my mind, she would have to be her third grade or fourth grade. I don't know what number, but yes, they yes. That's that's okay. her grand. That's her grand. Dora. and then Dor Hattie is Dora's grandma, right? So in my mind, so if you're talking about slave times, it would probably be her third great grandma. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just
0: confused because I I was waiting for you to explain that because I was like, so she created the plane by accident before before she killed herself. Mm -hmm. And then she killed
2: herself. Mm hmm. But yes, well, but they don't, don't say why. why. Yeah, but I, I, think in my mind, I'm like, if I knew that the the order was always going to come after me, and I knew I created this place where I could live and or I could be, you know, dead but alive but safe from these magic wielders, then like she was like, fuck it, I'm gonna quit, you just commit suicide so I can go be safe somewhere. But once she realized the that the plane was, was not- to keep them safe though, so if the birthmark is to keep you safe, mm-hmm. then you don't need to be on the plane. But she never had yeah, it. Yeah, but the birthmark. She, yes. she she created the birthmark on her stomach. She never had it originally. You see, she right. The plus,
3: so she is a direct line, okay. There's no way she could probably hide it. Okay. Like people gonna know Hannah. Yeah, they're not gonna know her descendants. Yeah.
2: So I don't know. Hmm. We can we can tweet at them and see if they'll answer it. Or I think I feel like now we got to read the book. Oh. I think like we got to read the book now. Oh. I feel like maybe in the book they explain it a little bit better. Okay.
0: But that's the only well, you way in my I understand mind, it. Makes it. Sense.
2: I, I just read a lot of magic and I watch a lot of magic. Uh, that's the way I, I just, I watch a lot of geek nerdy shit. So that's what, that's what i that's how in my mind, I'm making it, it make sense. Cause I thought the same thing. I was like, the birthmark didn't make sense if you're trying to hide people. You don't give them a mark to be identified if you're trying to hide people. That's stupid. Um, but I was like the ancestral plane made sense. If she didn't, if she didn't know what she was really doing, then she could have accidentally created something you know, just not knowing what she was doing. And I'm like, then if I know that this order was going to come after me for the rest of my life, I would get my baby, hide my baby, and I would just be like, bitch, I'm out. I'm about to go to the plane and, and kick it there until people from my family come visit me when they need help. That's where I'm going to go. So
0: next question about the plane. So is the plane like uh ancestry purgatory? Like these yep. people, they mm-hmm. don't really... there's they are we'll later, I guess. They're stuck. Their spirits didn't go until they released a spell later
2: in the show. That is my understanding. When they went to dust later in the show, I feel like now they have been released and ready to go to the real after. But that's not 100% because we don't know that. Okay. We don't know that. Yeah. So yeah, it's a purgatory. A safe purgatory. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Yeah, all the Catholics out there say purgatory is the ancestral plane. <laughs> I just went to Catholic schools most of my life. Um, so then we see when Tick uh, opens his eyes, now um, he is back in his childhood home. So Hannah, we, so his ancestor Hannah told him, you're gonna save all of them. Like, don't worry, you're gonna save everybody. You know, she said all, like all, everybody. And so she, he, uh, she basically transfers him back to his childhood home. In his home, it's uh, he sees his mom, which is Dora that we know uh, had passed away, and she's now on the interstellar plane. So this is when it all made sense to me what this place really was. This is their purgatory for them to all stay safe together. Um, so he tells his mom that Hannah told him that he has to sacrifice himself for everyone. Uh, Dora tells him, you know, yeah, you know, sometimes you, we have to do that. She says, if we ain't walking towards an altar to sacrifice ourselves, then what is our purpose? And I have a little bit of. I don't know. I don't think that everybody needs to sacrifice themselves. So I'm just gonna let that one just sit out there in the universe. If you guys had another reading, I don't. I just don't think we all need to sacrifice ourselves for like everything.
3: Well, the the only thing I had problem, well, not problem, but question I had about what she said in that same scene yeah. was that uh, we think we got a choice, but we don't. Yes, and I was like, well, uh, you <laughs> well that's one way to see. Mine. Yeah, boy.
0: Yeah, boy. God, God did give us free will, um, but I don't think that. I don't know exactly, let me tell you, that whole scene, that whole thing, I was confused for the first 15, 20 minutes, whatever was happening, I was confused. No, I don't think I have to sacrifice my life for a purpose, but what, you know, I guess you do make us or sacrifices, but it
2: may not have to be your life. Your life. I was like, dang, (laughs) I don't want to go to the altar like that.
3: (laughs) Especially for a spell, we don't even know gonna work. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm
2: like, I'm like, your girl, I'm like, <laughs> oh, Hannah. Shit. Like, Hannah, your ass, <laughs> ass made a whole mistake and made a whole plan to keep us here. Like,
3: I okay. Your- <laughs> <laughs> but, but you, but you actually like, hey T, hey you T, I I need you to die. I need you to die <laughs> for this spell, real quick. But I'll be like, wait, wait, wait. I need, I need y'all to take some classes.
0: Songs. Look, <laughs> Hattie gave them that five minute look. We got. Hooked on phonics right now, hooked, let's in, do it in the plane or Where wherever they were. Nah.
1: I mm-hmm. uh, I, mm-hmm. hold, on. I, hold on, I wanted to jump in about the um, I guess free will of making choice or whatever. Well, I, I, the show plays around with like these two different type of, types of time travel, mm-hmm. I, I think. Like, that, like um, Atticus and Montrose and them, like, I feel like they're all in a time loop, so, like, they think they have free will, but they're really just in a time loop of activities, kind of, which, and the, like, the prime example of that is when Tick is the one who saves his, mm-hmm. saves his grandparents, or, no, yeah. saves his parents. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure he thought every decision he was making was his, was of his own free will, but it was already predetermined mm-hmm. to happen. So, I, I think that, I don't think they, how to say, I don't think they have free will. Well, I mean, the- well, I, like, t- I think on
3: this, this show tick well i mean on this show maybe tick them didn't have free will mm-hmm. but i'm just saying as far as it pertains to everybody's real life outside of little craft country
2: oh <laughs> yeah, like, yeah i don't yeah, know yeah, that yeah, i yeah, agree yeah. with that well i think that i think yeah. that's okay. always the my, um i'm gonna say white christianity that's the question always so is everything predetermined or you know, if God gave us free will, can things be predetermined? People believe in both predetermination as well as free is free will, but that doesn't—you can't have—they're—they're they're conflicting. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, just don't, I don't know. Like, as
0: a Christian, I believe—I believe one God knows the plans that He has for me, mm-hmm. and I also believe. That he has given me free will to make uh-huh. choices and decisions. Because yeah. even in that, I felt like Dora was convincing him to die. Like she needed to. Saying, she, she needed to. She was. Yes, she, she had to said a number of things to him. And he was like, well, I'm going to say these words and yeah. convince him to die. So now he thinks that he doesn't have a choice. Mm-hmm. She could have said, "Oh, honey, babe, you do actually have a choice. Here are some choices." But that's not what she did. Instead, she no. was like, because "You don't have any. You're he needed, to die, die. He needed to die. He needed to die. He needed
3: to." Right? Because if that was, because if, if that was my son, I'd have been like, "Baby, we don't have a choice." And then I lean in close and be like, "Low key." <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> Hannah know what the fuck she's doing, and I don't know if this spell gonna work. We so all baby, gonna be dead. Baby,
2: what you need to do? <laughs> White people gonna have all, all the bad, we all gonna be dead. we be up here trying to. I'll try be to like,
3: hey, I'd be like, baby, <laughs> do what you need to do, baby, because Hannah already done fucked up a couple spells. Who knows? <laughs>
2: Who knows? <laughs> she <laughs> got my ass stuck on this plane I'm trying to get to, to the upper room. I'm on this
0: all Right, I'm, right. I and that's really why she could have been saying that he didn't have a choice was really to free them, not to free the future. She's trying to get her free from the past, but she's like, you're going to free she, everybody, past, present, and future.
3: She's tired, well, yeah. she tired of living in the loft above the Red Roof Okay. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, no, and no. that's,
2: that's like, the that, thing, that, that that, and that's the other thing. So if, if we're, if time is a flat circle, if we're just living this, he's, we've already lived it that's the thing I'm like if that yes. that's the whole point of uh, the flat circle we've already lived it so she already knew what was gonna happen he just wasn't cognizant of
1: right her. Hippolyta talked about yeah. time travel she kind of essentially said what you said later on yeah. the, I mean, later on the episode it's a
2: flat circle we've, we've been there
1: yeah but uh no nah, I, I don't I do I how to say why would your ancestors have an agenda why would your ancestors lie to you
0: we don't know them <laughs> You came from them. You came. You came from, from, from the people them. that you know right now, and half of us don't like them. You don't know them. You don't know them. Y'all know them hoes. I love my Your parents. parents are I not love my ancestors. parents. Okay. <laughs>
1: But but my parents loved their parents, and so yeah, on and no. so on and so my, on. My
2: ancestors, because of slave, because of the way that their people were treated by actual slave masters, they would put their their children in smokehouses and cook them because that's the way that they were that they were disciplined. So I'm like, you can't. That doesn't work because they again, like you don't know them. They only know their Thank own you. experience. <laughs> That's I'm like if my grand, if my grandma tried to put me in a cooker and cook me because I got, I was bad like that's a fucked up situation when I was told I was like wait a minute my great grandfather did this to, to like my grandparents like that's fucked up but that's how they were disciplined you know
1: so but so so we make the statement that like we need to vote because our ancestors mm-hmm. fought for this right. They fall for that, right? But they also some us too. mine did. That's I don't know
2: about did. y'all. I don't know about y'all. <laughs> <laughs> my ancestors—they they, they was cooking. Did so I'll tell you that right it's now? Because I, I know I don't have it.
0: that story in my family. Yeah, but it's, it's a tragic. tragic. I'm just trying to say we we don't know them. We don't know what their motives are. Really, mm-hmm. Dora clearly is, you know, alpha herself in a lot of ways. Free me from the plane. <laughs>
1: no, no, no. Free no, me. no, 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 no. And, 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 and you no, free no, no. freeing
0: me. Then we go going to free everybody. But free me first, though. <laughs> Free us first. No. Give
1: us free first.
3: When, when did she say that? When did she say that? When did Get she say that? Man, <laughs> never said that? Man, we don't we don't know. We don't know. We just, we
0: just Oh, Jesus. But know. he but I he did, but they did free them first. He did, they did. Yeah. In the show.
3: They I mean, freed. yeah, te- technically, yeah. Yeah. For, for, for they freed what them know. first. Right. They freed them first and Still didn't know if this spell would work <laughs> or not. For <'Cause laughs> well, well, they know, they like, hey, we out of here. Yeah, because like, we, we
0: hope it works. <laughs> right, because Letty said oh, that was supposed to be the easy part. Oh, Lord. Yeah, happened? I was
2: like, oh, shit. I was like, y'all, this, let me right. turn this off because that was a bad situation. <laughs> um, So Dora uh, is talking to her son and, you know, his, hand, his head's in her lap and it is a sweet scene. Um, and then she tells him that she brings up, you know, we don't really have a choice in life. She said with Georgia Montrose, she never had a choice because they were um, they were kind of all brought together and they're a part of her soul. Uh, and then she said she never had a choice, but she shouldn't have she should have never been scared of that. So I'm just like, door, you know, you. Uh, I know you tried to help your boy Montrose out But you did have a couple of choices But thanks for not making sure that he got murdered Um, And on this I just want to bring up Yes, I am an ethically non-monogamous person I do not sign off On what George, Dora And Montrose (laughs) did Because it was not honest (laughs) If you're not honest That's not actually real polyamory Um, So yeah, don't do that Don't do what they did I get it Back in the day, like they had to do what they had to do, but they because they weren't honest, they caused so much more drama and shenanigans than what had to be caused. So, yes, let me talk from an eth- ethically ethnically non-monogamous person. Okay. Uh then she says, Okay, Thank I just want to fill that, that. up. I was so looking our Instacast and I was like, Oh shit, I'm happy back here in these streets doing all kinds of things. So don't do that, don't do that, but they do. Uh there's a book. Well, off. Mel
3: has said well, Mel what Mel has saying. said on the <laughs> podcast I listen
2: to
0: that i don't I there's have a no book. choice in this freedom i don't is have it? no choice i can love it i don't
2: have no choice it. in it okay i'm just yeah, gonna so wild there,
3: out
2: wild out no there's a book called ethical slut read it if you're into, if you want to know about uh, uh polyamory okay read that book uh so then she says all three of them you know they they loved each other and that they made him and that he got the best of them he has montrose's fearless heart and that he has george's integrity and I was like uh George's integrity uh okay he's up with his brother's wife okay moving on um then she said you know (laughs) I was like Montrose's
0: heart what yeah I'm like okay I I was like I was like maybe he loved Dora but he really was crappy to Sammy I don't think Sammy would say Montrose
2: had a good kind caring heart he said fearless fearless heart So, I don't know. Who knows, girl? If Dora lived in her own world on this, uh, she was in her own and on the plane by herself, really thinking about some things. So, I don't know. Um, Then she said she. No, I mean, Montrose loved, he just loved hard. I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Um, then she says, Tick, you know, Tick is, you're a hero, like the, the characters in your story. So that even goes back to episode one when he's reading, um, reading his uh, sci-fi book about John Carter. So uh, she was like, you can either, we can either, we have to choose to be heroes. Um, then Letty... Um, then in the, they're in the house. They walk into another room. They walk to the living room. And that's when you see Hattie and Letty. And Letty is learning the language of Adam. And uh, when Tick and uh, Dora walk in on both of her and Hattie. So they uh, get together. They say, listen, we got to concentrate to help D. So they all start saying the spells. You know, Letty is a super duper fast learner, like a faster anybody I've ever heard learn anything in my whole life. So she learns the language of Adam in like 2.5 seconds from Hattie. And they get going. They do the spell together and since they're on the ancestral plane all four of their energies are together well really five because the baby is there, baby George so they um, save the spell and then D wakes up and she's saved and she's back to herself not one of the tipsy and topsies and bopsies um, topsy and, and bopsies
3: <laughs> it's not <so> good <laughs>
2: it,
3: <laughs> it wasn't three of them you're like tipsy, topsy, bopsy,
2: and Mopsy, and, <laughs> and George <laughs> I don't know <laughs> um, a team, also, <laughs> a team of them it's a team uh, but her arm is still withered away so she gets up and She's like screaming and her mom is trying to calm her down. So at least we know that she's out of the woods and that she's awake. Um, Tick then goes to tell them the, um, that uh, they have to use Hannah's spell and they have to form a bond between Tick, Christina, and Titus. Um, that's the bloodline so that they can bind Christina. So that, that's what Hannah's spell is supposed to do is basically shut Christina down. And then we find out later that it really shuts all the whites down uh tick tells his uh tick tells this to his dad and his dad's like no i don't like it mantra's like this some bullshit um and he's like don't worry he's like you die and then you die in a book and then he's like no dad i don't die you know that's that's another that's something else it's a whole nother uh time i don't die so he's just trying to like make his father feel you know a little bit better even though we all know that he knows the truth of what he has to do and sacrifice himself um, then Letty and Tick, you know, they start, they get, they're like, we got to get ready. We got to get going. They put their, you know, super duper backpacks on and they head down to the basement in Letty's house. And you just see there's a door on the floor that's like this red light. And I was like, the first time I watched it, I didn't even pay much attention to it. I thought it was some ghosts down there. I know what the fuck was down there. And um, mm-hmm. Tick goes and puts his hand and then we like, we realized like, oh, the chakra is, uh, down there he's trying to calm him down so the black one never went back anywhere tickets kind of kept him um in uh, letty's house and again there's a lot of floors to this house so you know i don't like it already so it's fine but he's just down there chilling out and being crazy um i was then, like I hold on a second mm-hmm. when that when i saw
0: that i was like did we not learn from game of thrones that you don't keep your dungeon your dragons caged up that they come out ferocious. I was like, how how did Tick think by putting his hand over the little uh wooden doorway him, huh? that it was gonna calm this calm this animal down?
2: Girl, I listen, he got he got him. They got him ready to go. He's mother of dragons. Mm -hmm. Um, Then they, you know, they get, they get their backpacks on. They're ready to go do the spell. And so then we see them get into, I call it the magic, magic elevator. Then they, that takes them back to the the museum in Boston. So they go down. They, uh, then they're going to try to do the spell with the book of names and they do the salt again in a big circle. They're down where we saw them go before. um, And then they start doing, saying the, the uh, language of Adam. So then we realize that the spell is there to bring Titus, Hannah, Dory and Hattie back into this uh, circle because in order for Tick to finish the binding spell, they have to be connected to Titus in some way. So he needs a piece, like physically a piece of Titus. So they bring him back, they get Titus um, in in the circle and then Titus starts, you know, going off saying nigga this nigga that just being a good old racist.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean. He was just 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 being the best racist racist can be. Like this dude was saying nigga just in the spirit realm just walking around nigga (laughs) nigga nigga (laughs) nigga. He came came back nigga nigga nigga. Get over it dude. (laughs) Get over it. He's like I've been
2: saving these niggas Niggas. up (laughs) and I got some niggas to give up you right now. Get ready niggas.
3: (laughs) right. And
2: he sees Hannah in the circle and he's like I you know I was always good to you or blah blah I'm like you're a rapist like you're like that that mentality is just bonkers to me so um and it takes us back to that first episode when William Stina is walking around being like Titus loved all of his slaves you know he was very nice to all of his slaves like yeah bitch calm down <laughs> uh no that's not true
3: <laughs> i did have a question uh-huh. about uh that you you can't answer because you don't know either okay. i just was wondering how do you, you let's know, see how you bring back, I, mean, I was like how do you bring back a spirit and bring them back to flesh so that you can actually cut them open and they bleed and I'm like damn like
1: what kind of afterlife is this i see feel- like, i don't want to be brought back I don't well, I was gonna say I don't think Titus is mm-hmm. dead either I think like Hannah in, in the ancestors he's like somehow transcended death if that makes sense
3: but I, I still am like why would you be flesh like how how why would you be brought back to flesh why well, all the way back up to the level of flesh uh-huh. and blood
2: well I what I thought about it was I was like okay so he's back he's back they trapped him in the circle, right, in, with the salt. When they're saying the word, since we don't know the translation of what they were saying, then maybe that 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 spell was like, you, we're gonna we're turning you into flesh. We're bringing you all the way back, but we don't know. It just said language right. of Adam, so we don't know what right. they were saying. Right. Um, and then he had right. to kill him in order to get that piece of flesh. So maybe he had to die. Do that die twice again. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. I don't, I watch a lot of okay. The
2: Magicians so I, I don't know guys I, I'm just trying to make some shit up I can't, I'm going to write my own book right. I'm going to write my own show <laughs> I'm just like dang okay. it would have been much more helpful had the showrunners given us what they were saying in English then it would have I think it would have helped us to kind of understand a little bit better but it just literally said the language of Adam because they just making some shit up right. they making some shit up right Yeah. right and, they, I mean, and they, why would you they know. do that I just want <laughs> like, to like, know they could be like stop I don't nigga They're, like I do
3: Right, but I'm, I'm but I'm just saying, you know, not to keep going back to Game mm-hmm. of Thrones, but like I was about but, to say that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't give people the rules because yeah. then they're going to hold you to those rules. Yes. <laughs> so you just leave you just leave, leave stuff kind of open-ended and like, "Oh, I, they could have said mm-hmm. it." Okay. Yeah,
2: definitely. <laughs>
1: yeah. Every 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 language can't be fleshed out like Dothraki yeah. or something. That's crazy. <laughs>
3: There was some damn actual classes on this. Oh, yeah. All right, go ahead. There's class on Dothraki. There's class on the Elvis language and Lord of the Rings, like this. Yeah. There's classes on, yeah, on um, Old Valyrian. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be we'll a, a
0: class on this because we. i going to take it too. It's going to be take a it. class. Uh- <laughs>
3: <laughs> Somehow he yeah, was I'm able to
0: decipher know. the letters and translate that into English. So mm-hmm. I'm
3: gonna le- I'm gonna let you speak all them little words uh, all on your own. I don't want to be around when you start conjuring up uh, spirits. I got y'all. Red roof. I got y'all. The red roof, ends, my don't don't the red roof realm. <laughs> None of that shit. I don't want to be around. None of that. It is super eight now. It is super eight. It it is is super, super
2: eight.
3: <laughs> shit. Oh. <okay. laughs>
2: Um, so, uh, so, you know, Titus comes back and he kind of escapes the, um, the, the salt circle that they, they, and traditionally you are supposed to use salt and salt binds, uh, spirits to a certain place in a world. They're not supposed to be able to get out of the salt, like demons and spirits are supposed to be able to in magic or traditional magic, um, to stay in that salt. So he kind of disappears out, and then he sees Christina. Christina is driving with um, with uh, Ruby in the car, and they crash. Christina goes flying through the window, but we know she's you know invincible. She immediately goes back and checks on you know Ruby to make sure she's okay. And Titus says, you know, they have the book, and so she's like, "Oh shit, bitch! Now we we ready to go. My 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 great uncle done told me what's going. My cousin done told me what's going on. We ready. We ready to roll out." So then we find out that Titus tried to kill um, Hannah's baby so that he could complete the spell. That is when I believe that she burnt the house down, messed everything up. And that's when she starts running out with the book. I, I feel like now the pieces of that puzzle kind of coming together. When she but she looked pregnant. But yeah. didn't she look pregnant? So he was trying to sacrifice was... the baby in the womb. Ah, mm-hmm. That's okay. when she put. The, when she was pregnant, she put the mark. That's when she put the birthmark on her stomach. So we see then that then her baby was gonna have it. Well, into Mimi's
0: point, that spell really didn't work because remember, mm-hmm. if he was supposed to stay inside the salt and he escaped mm-hmm. the salt, because mm-hmm. um, Lady was like, "Oh, he was not supposed to leave." No, so then no. they realized right. that they did something wrong, which yeah. is why maybe when he comes back, it's Hetty. Yeah. Patty has to come and, and Dora. Dora.
2: Yes, they all got to come meet the people. Yeah, because when like if when you think about so if you like uh research like say satanic rituals or different things, salt binds demons to a place like they are not supposed to be able to get out of that uh, whatever the salt you're using usually it's like black salt or like ony- onyx salt they are not supposed to get out of that salt ever 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 so i think that the family had to come back and bring his they snatched his ass right on back they're like we're gonna gather you on up we're gonna bring you on back to this damn circle in this and uh in this magic uh museum so when he comes back uh tick then stabs him kills him again because he already dead. dead. And then cuts right. out a piece of his flesh, um, and I like that. Think I think it was Think Story that did this. Or heavy spoilers, they were like it takes you back to the first episode where remember when Samuel was right before mm-hmm. that he was giving them his lip pieces of I think what we thought was his liver. So right, uh, so Titus now I mean so now that's a piece of all the puzzle that they have to have the three pieces of the body for them to to do Hannah's spell.
0: Okay, we're gonna get to this, but maybe <clears throat> question on that. How did they dehydrate this man's whatever, skin, heart, whatever they took from him? Because later know. on, uh, Tick bites into it like it mm-hmm. was...
3: I mean, obviously they had an air fryer and... <laughs> they didn't cook know, it. it. They're not they had a de- you just They had a dehydrator just- somewhere. <laughs> You just put a little of that A one on it, and it's all it's all good. Girl. Like, <laughs> you, what, you, what you mean? What you mean? Gross.
2: As I'm drinking red wine, gross. <laughs> <laughs> um so then we cut back to the to the house um and D you know kind of she's really upset with her mom and she's like you know you left me and we, we do know that Hippolyta left and she traveled for over 200 years and she tried to you know see all these different things and learn everything that she could learn and she says but you know at the end of the day I had to do that to become Arithia Blue and I at the end of the day I came back to you because I named myself your mother so I was like she came right. back don't eat that food she brought oh, to wow. the, she came back
3: I know. Oh, and I know in the insta take, you were like, um, you the closed captioning, you understand she said everything's Jake, yeah. but that's, uh, that was slang for everything's good. Oh,
2: okay. I didn't know. I, I put it in my no. notes too. I was like, did anybody know what this meant? Because I, I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> what, okay. You find okay. that in Urban Dictionary or
3: something? No, nah, I just looked up Um, what does everything, what does it's everything like, is Jake meant? And it's like 30s, 30s 40s slang, Jake meant good or everything's copacetic in other words
2: okay Sorry, we you we didn't bring that back i like it
0: yeah, we can leave it but <laughs> no but for, but for real it took her a long time to decide that she wanted to be her mom then it. i was like she was up 200 something years they was like i don't care I mean, if I 200, around. 200 years is a long time <laughs> for you to decide that you wanted to come be my mama now <laughs> What kind Four of kids. child was D that it took you? <laughs> I thought D was a good child, but it took I think she uh, was... Hippolyta two hundred some odd years to figure. Hippolyta out. You know what? D wanted to be daughter.
3: big. Go she wanted to be big. D was like, "You mean it took you like the United States is damn near a fully grown adult country at that point, 200 years? Like, shit, it took you that long to figure out you want to be
2: was Mama again? She was mad. too. What? She was not. She was not. She was not. Everything's Jake no it's not okay yeah
3: right <laughs> sorry, sorry you know it's sarcasm I love that about you Nah,
2: everything everything copacetic mom everything cool yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so there you know she should, so uh she's telling her to be become the comic book character that she wanted her to be this is what she had to do and so you know Dee's still kind of upset about it uh we see then the crew is downstairs they're trying to like clean up the shop and get everything in order and your girl Christina walk in like she owned it and I'm like bitch you don't own this shop. calm down so she walks in she was shocked, She was shocked. listen She know that that was some drip I said that, that the black and, and green. green the the, the, bluffs, the matching dress girl you what? did that Ooh. I mean God. I want that right now I was like
3: okay if I was late, I'd be like time out, time by. Where, you now, where you get, outfit get, from? From? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get that outfit Yeah, Marsha Fields
2: Marsha Fields was having a sense did my sister buy that did my sister get that for you and down down to Marsha Fields I know they got, they got, they got, they got. She had that family so and friends Discount Okay
1: Where they sell
0: uh, I'll give you I'll give you, you Listen you there. Okay.
2: okay Okay So Christina walks in uh, And she tells her <clears throat> Excuse me Buddy tells tells uh, Christina's like, well, you know, I know you have the book. I will stop messing with your family forever and ever. I'll leave y'all alone forever. If you just give me the book, she was like, I won't need a kill tick. If you now give me the book, I'll have the knowledge and I'll figure out how to do my spell a different way. And I'll leave y'all alone. Right. Your boy was like, "And right. no. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, can I get a bit? But
3: I know they were like, "And hey, no, we're gonna work the spell. But we don't know. That we already just that we don't know. We already just fucked up on three other spells. But that's what we're gonna try." <laughs> and I gave,
2: and I gave your ass broke ass key. Bye. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, Letty was like, "You know, don't worry about it. We're gonna have Ruby's gonna help us. You know, don't worry. We'll have Ruby help us." And Pacho was like, "You're supposed to crazy. You don't even like me. Like." She she don't even like us like that. She hate my son, bitch. No, she's She not gonna help us. i right, um, Muncho's. So who?
3: Well, who likes you? Yeah, like <laughs> oh, you're terrible. Okay. You are super, don't super relax. terrible. <laughs>
2: Dora. Dora yeah mm-hmm. I guess Dora liked them um so so she, you know Christina leaves um and as Christina's walking out the door Letty doubles over and Christina now has uh reneged on um taking the the mark of Cain back so she didn't she was like bitch I'm gonna take this mark you about to be dead you know you want to give me the book ain't nobody gonna live but me forever and ever so then she walks out mm-hmm. and then Letty. now we know that she doesn't have the mark of cane to protect her anymore then they go they they cut back to Letty's um house and we see as they pulling up they see another black family is just put a uh, taking the the for sale sign out of their yard. So now another black family's moving into the to the north side, you know? Yeah and this yeah. is what we call the white flight. The white flight, yes. Yeah,
0: but I might <laughs> you think... might be fleeing too after the police yep. uh, yes. died Them because shot of children attack. You oh, might be like, okay, yeah, this is this will be much. I might have to leave. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh then right. um so as they go into the house tick you know picks up the phone and he calls over to the drake hotel and he you know rings up jihad is there and so he goes to her and uh like i said we said she's dressed in this beautiful red outfit with this gorgeous hat and this great bl- you know blunt uh, blunt haircut and she's basically telling this white man like do you, you know don't he's trying to hit on her he's like oh are you japanese like no all asian people are not japanese or chinese like there are other countries that people are from in the world um, so he walks away and basically, Tick, you know, tries to apologize to her, tells her, you know, that they're the same. And, you know, basically like, you know, it's OK. You know, I, what I did, I did out of fear, basically, when I um kind of rejected you. And she's telling him, you know, her mom is dead now, like her mom is dead. She doesn't understand these feelings. And so Tick is like, well, what you're feeling is grief. So you need to you know, you need to be around your family and they will be your family. So I'm like, now you now you want to be her family because you need her help. Cause you sure was talking right. dog bad to her ass yesterday. I know that. Yeah, right. And she had a really cute outfit on. I so <laughs> like, you're just really mean guy. Um, uh, so then she says, she. so now we find out her mom died. Remember we were kind of like, well, did her mom die? So now that she, she would be the hundredth soul, but that I think that she, her mom died. And yeah. sacrificed. Remember when the, the Shaw woman told yeah. her, you know, bitch, you basically came back here. You ain't bought my hundred lives. Like bitch, what you doing? The mom, she wanted the yeah. answer. Yeah. So the mom probably sacrificed herself.
3: I always thought that when the uh, the last life was taken, mm-hmm. it she would be like she would no longer be the Camille. Yes, but I, I guess. Yeah. not. I think it has
2: to be a man. I think it has to be a male's oh. wife. But I, and I feel like what she wa- remember, because she kept asking the lady, uh, can you tell me about tick? And she was already mad. She was like, what do you what are you bringing to me? You know, what are you sacrificing for this information? And that's when her mom, I think, said, I'll gi- I'll give you my life, you know, for her mm-hmm. and for to let her know what happened to tick.
3: Uh-huh. So Jihad still need to kill
2: one. Yes, boy dude. Mm-hmm. I was like she gonna kill
3: that white dude,
0: but I'm like I can't kill him. <laughs> Season
2: two, all about uh, and <laughs> finding I, the last soul. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I'll be keeping them nine tails myself, but I mean I get it. I get it. So you do you, boo. Uh, all so, right, uh-huh.
1: all right. Before 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 we leave the scene, I want to get y'all's feedback okay. and thoughts about this. Mm-hmm. So say that was say that was a beautiful, beautiful. That you think of the most beautifulest man in the world. That you would wanna sleep with or whatever. And he said with with G, I said, what would you do?
3: I
0: love my life. I'm out.
3: Yeah, I'm like, um, I, I think it's a totally different dynamic mm-hmm. when it, the roles are reversed, because a man can literally choke the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> sex or not, if a man says, Are you willing to die for this dick? I'm gonna be like,
2: uh no, <laughs> absolutely not. Yeah. You need to walk, you need to walk oh. away. This is for guys <laughs> and girls. If somebody tells you that, just walk away, guys. It, right, uh, pussy and dick is not worth it. It's not. Just walk away. Walk away. Go on. Go on Tinder. Right. Go on Grinder. Go on whatever you need to go on. Find you somebody Look, else and keep. It going. I know those are games that people like to play, like
0: the x ex- ex- the I can't get it. Yeah, out. Ex- the what? You know where mm-hmm. they the choking and stuff. Hey, yes. I know those are sex games that people like to play, but sometimes them games go too far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the, in the end, I and mean, we're not here to keep.
3: Especially with game. someone you don't. Right, when especially change. when you don't know the, the person is a stranger. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, I you know yeah. I can neither confirm nor deny certain things, but uh, walk you know, away. Not, 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 <laughs> not somebody I just yeah.
2: met. Yes, guys, this is this is your girl, Mel. There are it is a kink that is called <laughs> breath play. If you want to do breath play, do it with somebody who knows what they're doing, and then you vet that person to make sure that that person's not a crazy lunatic running around My. murdering people. Cause you don't know my good. safe word. Exactly. You don't know my no. safe word yet. Just, Pi-
3: pineapple, just, is, pineapple, pineapple is not everybody
2: everybody's word. safe word. <laughs> it's not <laughs> pineapple. That's not, it. that's not the word. Go to another no. hotel. Go get out
1: of the ghost hotel. <laughs> 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 nah, thank, you, thank you for that PSA mail. And not just breath play. I think BDSM in general.
2: Not just in general, but just things that are new to you sexually. Find the people do the research and do it safely and vet the people that you're doing it with. Get at least two recommendations for that person if they want to show you something new just to keep yourself in. You, you can always just drop into the you know, four-layer takes. I will help you do the research. I don't want nobody out here dying in these streets with no crazy people.
3: Mal, here's yes, another Mal lesson said, from Mal, Dr. Mel. Mel said come to the bedroom with your resume and three references.
2: Okay. <laughs> Let me tell you. you, guys, Let me tell you. The profile. <laughs> I'm gonna stay alive and I'm sure gonna have fun doing it. So let me let you know right now what we gonna do. I am happy to help you guys stay alive, Ooh. guys. Stay alive. So what are you doing?
0: Somebody tell you that in the hotel. What are you doing? You asked us.
1: A uh, younger me, I don't know. The older me, I
0: have
3: a I'm, woman. Uh, well, yeah, I was, I was just saying the dynamic is different. Like, mm-hmm. if you're a man. If a woman says it to you, like, this ain't no threat. Sexy. A woman. I'm not, a- I'm not, right. I'm not scared of her, but um, the roles
2: reverse, Uh, no. Yeah, I feel like that's right. the universe telling you I'm gonna give you this out right here. I'm gonna, you, you, uh, I would say Dora told you to have a choice. But I'm telling you right now, you have a choice. Make that other choice. <laughs> don't listen to Dora. Right. She's safe on the air <laughs> sensor. <S-S-Drew Plus. laughs> you don't know where you go, it's up to, up to it. <laughs> Um, so the Gia tells him that the shawman, the shaw woman that she went to see, um, told her that she was destined to step into the darkness. She doesn't tell her what the darkness is, like if that's death, if what that means. She just says you're destined to step into the darkness, and then she's like, "Tick dies." So she knows those two things are from uh, the shaw woman. That's what we find out. Her mom sacrificed her life for to get that information. Uh, tick tells her, "You know, we have a choice. You know, we we can choose to be heroes." That's what my, you know what his mom told him. So what's what we gonna do right now? Let me hold your hand. You hold. My hand, you keep your tails to yourself, and then we're gonna go be heroes and save the world. Basically, what she, what she said, and so she was like, She had like little tears in her eyes. She's a good crier, too. She had tears, and she's like, Okay, boo, let's go and Let get my little red jacket, and we're gonna be safe. So, I like it. <laughs> um, so then we see Ruby and Letty meet at their mom's grave, um, in the graveyard, and she's basically like, Listen, I need your help because we have to bind Christina. So, can you help me, Mimi?
3: Um, they show the uh, tombstone as Eloise Baptiste yeah. and I don't know if this is true or not but that may be like a shout out to cool. the Baptiste line of black people who were the like one of the founders of the city of Chicago. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. I, I just want to, to throw that out there. I don't know that that's the, a fact but that could be what it is. Oh, I like, that. Mm. I
2: like that. The Baptiste. We know they're they're probably from Louisiana. Moved up, you know. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> we love it. Uh, so, Letty uh, is like, you know, we need your help. We got to get this finest film on Christina ass. I know this show boo. I know this show love. I know you love William, William Cena, but we need your help. Um, and then Letty was like, yeah, I got to, you know, admit to you, I miss Mama's funeral because I was in jail. She was like, well, you know, uh, we get it. I know what the, something was going on. And then Ruby tells her basically, like, you know, you want to be my sister only when it's, you know, convenient to you. You only want, you know, Susan, you only want to, uh, to, for me to help you when it, when, You know, you want to only claim me as your sister and family when you want me to help you. So she really wasn't feeling it. And before Ruby walks off, she gets upset and walks away. And she's like, there's something else I have to tell you. And uh, Ruby turns around, but then the scene cuts. So I don't know what else she told her. I'm I'm interested in maybe like knowing what, what do you think she told her?
3: My theory is that she told her what their plan was with the spell. Like, we will empower potentially empower black people with magic and deny it from white people. I do have a question. I do have a question about the logistics of how that's supposed to work when we get to that scene,
0: okay. But, okay.
2: Uh, but also Okay.
0: You know I don't like Ruby. You know I am not a Ruby fan. But I'm like we Lady know. has yeah. really been trying to be your sister. She really yeah. has been trying. You are just so caught up in your own little world and your own little thing. Oh, I you know, I'm 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 glad We're she up. met the end that she met. Her character, not the actress. The character. No. Yes, that character yes. could go. We,
3: oh gosh, yes. we know. We, we know like you
0: Ruby. don't like her. We know. she doesn't make it easy. She makes it hard to like her. Okay. Her, oh. boy, her okay. poor acting. We support
2: you. We support you. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> okay, we know. We we get it. We we don't like. Her. Okay, bye, bye, Sansa, bye, Ruby. Um, so we cut to the scene where Dee is trying to like use learn how to use her left hand and she's like scribbling out the faces in the newspaper and we see on the newspaper it is it's the headline is that the men who killed Emmett Till have been indicted by an all male all white jury and we know that that is true that they did admit after the fact that they killed Emmett Till but they didn't get convicted because of double jeopardy which you know um, let them off the hook even though that, that it was proven that they did kill him and that they had admitted it um, so she's you know Kind of scratching their faces out. Well, I don't. I don't think it's proven. They admitted, proven it. They yeah, they admitted, admitted it. it. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, I mean, it's proof when you say that I did this. Um, but you can't. You can't try them. You can't try them. You can't try somebody again for the same thing.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, so then HIPAA, HIPAA is like, she's like, oh, I know my baby's still mad at me. Let me help her out. So she like slides under the door um, a copy of Orinthia Blue, but it's like this really jazzy, beautiful. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. She was like, oh, let me see what this is. Let me see what this is. My mama's sitting on the floor. It's kind of cute. Um, and she was like, she opens the door and she's like, you know, who taught you this? You don't even know how to draw, mama. You you don't even know. You got blue right. hair. You don't know what you're doing, mama. That's what i be telling my mom anyway. And um, your mama got blue hair too? Not yet, okay. but she probably will. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she says you know oh I learned that you know from um a uh a, a fool I'm gonna say it wrong A well I think it's a, she
3: says a fool a a but I think like you said it's mm-hmm. a
2: fool yeah and she was like oh she yeah. taught me how to draw this and she was like oh really and I was like who is this lady and then like literally that came on and my twitter lit the fuck up and I was like I don't know comic books I don't know who this lady is yeah so it was cool that was,
3: that was a- that was a dope little yeah. shout out, but I, I want to say though, if I was D, I would be <laughs> infuriated. Like I would be like, you left me for two hundred years, I lose my good drawing on, and you come back drawing better than me? Oh <laughs> hell no! <laughs> hell, you don't go. get
2: put in a whole old person home. You gonna get your ass right in the home. Hell yeah! <laughs> she said you better take shady, go- shady <laughs> grove. You gonna I mean,
3: shady grove? Hell, shady shady, shady, shady pine. pine. You better take. You better take your little blue goddamn ass back through that portal <laughs> and rewind this shit and have me meet a fool. Of somebody, oh you're gonna learn how to draw better than me, and I don't even have my drawing That's what she said. That's what she says. Oh, I would have lost it. Ain't gonna bring me some rag ass pecan pie and a half a <laughs> That J was
0: sandwich the like worst meal? I brought your favorite. Yeah. I've been like, I've lost your damn. We could do
2: better you, than this. Uh, listen, yeah, that must have been the yeah. other D on five so off on, on New Orleans Earth because that ain't the D. I'm like, what are the fried
0: fried chicken collard greens, black peas, cabbage? Where is the corn cornbread? What?
2: Nothing. Talking about this peanut butter and shit. I want strawberry cake with strawberry ice, uh, and real <laughs> strawberries in it. Thank you. i would be like,
3: you have lost your two step Josephine Baker ass. <laughs> <laughs> You're not like this. <laughs>
2: Okay, I don't give a damn about none of that. Mama, Amazon, sit down somewhere. (laughs) <laughs> right. um, so we've um i i did not know i don't know com- I've, i literally have bought my first comic book uh, my first graphic novel ever in my whole life i'm you know 40 years old and i started reading the uh, paper girls um but uh afua richardson is a black comic book writer um and she's a, an illustrator and does beautiful beautiful work and she actually did all of the graphic um design the artwork for Orinthia blue so she like created for this show so it was just really kind of cool like now we get to know new people
3: That's cool. Yeah, she also worked on some stuff uh, like a spinoff of the Wakanda World of Wakanda. yeah, Wakanda, Yeah.
2: That yep. was cool. Yeah. So, if you guys uh, go on Twitter, uh, they tagged her in a lot of things. So it was really cool to, to now we get to meet another cool Black person doing yeah. amazing, artistic, beautiful things. That was that was really cool. Yeah. And,
1: yeah. and we'll tweet out her information and put it on social media too. Yeah.
2: Um, then HIPAA tells her, um, you know, time really works as it's, she was basically telling her like, time is like a flat circle. Like, it's, 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 there's no point in it. It just kind of continues to go. Um, and then she, um, she was like, "I'm gonna, you know, you're gonna draw. Like, don't worry, you're gonna draw. I'm, I'm gonna make this happen." Then she kind of walks into a. Uh, she opens the door to a room, and I think that's still that. I'm sorry, guys. I think it's still that magical room where uh, where they found the Ori and like the all the stuff was going on, and the the people got killed. And like, she mm-hmm. opens the door, and like, all you you can you can't see what's in the room, but you hear like contractions and stuff happening. And I was like, I yeah. wish y'all would have spent the time to see what's, show me what's in the room instead of worry about. uh, Matro's being gay. Like I, I want to see that. Like, <laughs> Think it was that good. room
0: because that room was at Letty's house. They The, are at the house. magical are they, room. They were no. They were at George's house. They were at the garage at their home.
2: Oh, okay. I thought they were still at um let at uh when they all got out of the car, they walked up the stairs together to Letty's house. I didn't know that they were back at George's house. They when they were at the garage. Okay,
3: I, I would have been like, you mean to tell me you? I met all this uh intergalactic extraterrestrial stuff and beings, and I, the best you could give me for an arm is this little plastic blender. That, that's what it <laughs> looked like. It looked like she put together some parts from a blender and a toaster and was like, Here's your new
2: arm, D, that you're going to learn to draw like a foolish. But maybe it was a, that was maybe her first prototype. Maybe she's going to upgrade it. She's going to upgrade it to something real hot. It's going to be hot. I'm just saying, I personally relate
3: to D as an so artist. And I would have been pissed. Oh, we know you would I'd kill your mom to punch in the
2: face. To kick rocks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mama's out you there. Feel, yeah, you that's... feel
0: about Hepolita almost how I feel about Rudy. Ruby. I mean, shit. Mm-hmm.
2: Ruby. Poor Ruby. Um, So then we cut to a scene where we see Ruby talking to Christina down in the basement. And we know that that's where, um, you know, comatose half dead people are down there hanging out. And she's trying to like go through her spell, you know, making sure it's right. Um, And then she's Christina tells her she used Williams energy of um, when he died or right before he died to give him his rebirth. And she had to combine parts of her body and his body to create the potion. Um, and and then she says, this is, you know, why I keep him in a comatose state is basically because I need to create the potion. I need his body. I need my body. And that's how we do, you know, we do this with intention and energy. So now we know, I just said, you know what, I'm going to let this go. The people are just half dead comas and this is what it is. Like, I'm not going (laughs) to go back and forth. Um, because Mm -hmm. even other, other podcasts called that out too, that it is confusing because they do double speak and they don't say what it really is. That, that is right. very confusing, and then they kind of like kiss, and they're like, Oh my god, have you ever? And she was like, I, No, have you ever? And I was like, Yeah, come on now, you y'all both, both of y'all have. Y'all, <laughs> y'all had, <laughs> y'all had a four, I'm other like, dog. Dog. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, Y'all had a foursome I'm like, Calm down, dude, do, you'll do what you need to do. I, I don't. <laughs> Good gracious, okay. Uh, this should be the easy, this should be the most vanilla shit they do is kiss and like have sex with, as lesbians, like, Calm down, like. Guys, guys, you did a lot of crazy shit. Like this is nothing. You got it, you got it on the belt. Um, and mm-hmm. then, so, you know, basically Ruby's trying to like make her feel, you know, comfortable. And she's kind of looking at the potion. Um, and we know that her sister asked her to do something for her to help them out. Um, but she's trying to like let Christina know, like, you know, don't worry, you know, you have me, you know, your spell is going to work. You know, Christina kind of has a moment of clarity. She's like, what if my spell doesn't work? And I've killed my only living relative because Antique would have really All been right. her, only, her only person. So you kind of see a little bit of glimpse of a real person in there, like, you know, a little pieces of, of her um but then she was like but I'm gonna kill his ass anyway bye <laughs> uh so then so then we know that lady is gonna I mean we know that Ruby uh is trying to see what she how she can help her sister as well uh then we see Tick this scene I didn't do a lot about this scene because I was just like okay I don't oh my so they go get baptized um and uh Tick is kind of just uh it, they did it was they were just kind of loving each other they did a really cute kick this and the scene, they're you know, you know, kind of rededicating themselves to Christ, and I was like, do what you have to do. Like I'm like, you cover all the bases. I'd have done all the religions. I'd have been like Jewish people. What do I have to do to get to wherever, whatever heaven y'all got? Like I'd have Muslims. I would have covered every base to all the way to the Mormons. I'd make sure I was good to go. So they get baptized mm-hmm. as another, you know, another uh, layer of protection. Um, then you cut to a scene kind of like right before they're going. And and not until my second watch that I realized it was Tick's way of kind of, you know, saying goodbye to his family. Um, he was kind of watching everybody get ready yes. and they're, the sh- they're putting out, you know, uh, the new guidebook, yeah. and they're getting ready to go to Ardham together, so he's just kind of like slow motion, watching his family just be themselves, kind of un- uninterrupted, and that was kind of sweet, because I was like, okay, this is his last time you know, seeing, loving loving on them in this way, and seeing them, and kind of taking them in. Um, and then, mm-hmm. so as they go to get ready to hop in, Woody, to, you know, head to Ardham, Ruby comes down the the sidewalk, and she gives her sister the potion, they hug, and she hops in the car. That's Christina. Uh-huh, that's Christina, um, and she she yeah. hops in the car with yeah. them and you know she's like alright let's get dinner you know, we're all off to save save the world together um, and this is a qu- question I had about okay. that.
3: it's my understanding that uh, that's a long little ride from Chicago to Ardham right mm-hmm. I think. I'm like you mean to tell me she was Christina for all those hours and nobody <laughs> like had a hint of anything nobody nobody was like girl remember when we were seven and we went to the ice cream shop down by sam's and and she couldn't recall none of it because she ain't actually ruby no like none of that happened on this 12-hour trip maybe she fell asleep on the trip
0: (laughs) (laughs) maybe and and i'm trying to to figure out why they had to keep getting in woody because clearly the elevator takes you there I was like, it takes you there <laughs> real quick. So I was like, I'll be back in this car. You just go get on the elevator and come in the house, go downstairs. Y'all just was there. You just was there. <laughs>
3: they were trying to bond. They were trying to bond in the, in the, in the uh, car ride. That's funny.
2: <laughs> um, but I did clock. I did clock this the first time because I remember I called it out um that they were singing life could be a dream and i was like she hates that song i remember from the first episode she was like making fun of it um so i was like why would she just be singing the song i guess she's just trying to be with everybody else i don't know i didn't know that she was christina wait
3: wait wait who are you talking about oh you are said okay
2: because it was the first right. you know, when they're <laughs> at the block party she was like y'all what they're saying sing life to be true. she was like i don't want to sing life could be a bore blah that's a terrible song and she was irritated right. so i was like why are you just i mean jihad jumped in so i was like i don't know i guess everybody loving it now i don't know
3: that's that should have been the first clue
2: to Letty. Yeah, like that should have been one of the first clue. <laughs> like this, who who are you? My sister didn't even like a home. right? Letty don't know her sister, right. but and I, I realize Letty does not know her sister as an adult. They don't. They mm-hmm. haven't spent enough time together. It seems as grown ups, they just have a lot of that hurt from the past. So she. I mean,
0: it would have been nice to know why Letty was in jail. I know we think she yeah. was in jail because she was a freedom rider, uh-huh. but it would have been never nice know. to know why she was in there.
2: Misha, tell us why she was in jail.
1: Nah. and I do not I d I don't I don't mean to backtrack for a second, but that scene where um Tick it, well before they leave and Tick is just looking around at everybody, like uh I don't know. That was probably my most favorite scene from the entire show. Really? Because it was it was like it was I mean, of course it was probably like the, it was like happiness, like mm-hmm. the last time that he was like probably going to be happy. Yeah. And like being able to have the people around you that you love the most mm-hmm. be at least okay for the most part and just cherishing those moments
0: that
2: you get to witness yes yeah i dig it i dig it yeah i like i do that like at christmas when like all of us get together i love just kind of sitting in the corner just looking at everybody having a good time like i'm like I, as the older i get the more um sentimental yeah you get. yeah the more sentimental. the, I get. the, the mushier you get yes you get. the mushier the mushier and i get and, yeah yeah
3: and see i'm a cancer and i can't do that too long because i my ass start crying everybody why are you crying <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> Crying because I already, I already am missing these moments. It's like, bitch, but we in the moment now. What are you worried about <laughs> when the moments are gone? You in the moment because I'm a
2: cancer and I can't help it. Shit. Oh. <clears throat> um, so we kind of start seeing them um, you know, getting together. You know, they're they're in the car, they're kind of singing, they're having their, you know, a little fun time together, um, and they're trying to go save. The world, basically, and uh, so they get to Artem. They, you know, they roll up, and so uh, Tick and his dad are trying to put the salt out. And Tick has to. He kind of. we already kind of referred to it. He opens up the little canister, and he gets Titus's body. And he's like, "I got to. You know, I got to eat it." His dad's like, "Dude, just take eat it and swallow. they like, just break it off and swallow." So he does that, and he drinks the potion that Ruby gave him, or who he thinks is Ruby gave him. Um, I was just wondering
3: what was in that what was it? I mean, since it obviously wasn't Christina, I just, I'm just wondering what was that potion? You don't think it was? I I
2: thought it was Christina. I thought it was. Oh, it would need to be Christina, that would have been the binding spell, right? Yeah, because you needed all three Uh, of them. Three of them, okay. So I, I, but she, I thought it was hers. I thought it was hers. It was Christina. Okay, that makes sense. Well, I'm confused. Yeah. Like
0: you when confused? you saw Ruby, I mean, I'm assuming Christina did it anyway, but mm-hmm. she maybe she took the little vial that had her DNA in it because there was mm-hmm. a little vial on the table. So maybe, mm-hmm. maybe she actually did give it to Letty. Yeah. I be, but I don't know.
3: Christina will also know that that's what they needed for their spell to work. I don't know why she would give him, him a piece of herself, knowing that that's what they needed for their spell to work but
0: christina is arrogant enough to know that they don't know all the things about spells because also when christina was talking to ruby okay when she was talking to tick she said you need intention energy it was three things she said and a body body. right and a body. body but when she was talking to ruby it was four things she said you needed there was another thing that she never even told them Location. yes that that they needed so she Christina knew all the pieces. She just didn't know Jihad was the factor. But she had everything else. So
3: I just, I still don't see her willingly giving her blood to him. But anyway, you know, it's neither here nor there. Somehow
2: she got a piece of her. But that's my thing. I'm like, she didn't willingly give her blood. That's the thing. She didn't. Ruby stole it. Yeah, but But it wasn't Ruby. Ruby. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But then that wasn't, that's the, there was nothing in. What they thought was in that vial wasn't anything.
3: That's what I'm saying. I was just like, I was wondering what was in there.
2: Oh, pro- probably nothing. Probably some uh, some mess that she just made bread. <laughs> yeah. that was my only question. Yeah, I, I was like, was man, well, I wonder there. what was in that vial. Yeah. yeah, I don't think anything was in there. Um, okay, so they're they're in Artem. So he he takes a bite of Titus. So now and he's drinking the potion, which he thinks is Christina. So now he's supposed to have he'll complete that triangle. <laughs> and have all three of them together. So then he goes, um, he puts his little backpack on and uh, goes to make it make himself a sacrifice to Christina to be on the altar. So he walks up and uh, she kind of like straps him in or whatever. And we see that they're in the burnt out house um, that we know have fallen that had basically burnt up and fallen down. Um, Jihai, Hippolyta and Montrose are on the bridge and they're making uh, symbols on the bridge. So we find out that to do this binding spell, you need to have a binding triangle. So the triangle would be the bridge. Um, Then we see Ruby and uh, Letty over in the tower making the same uh, the same um, binding. And then you would have tick down at the actual sacrifice. So that would have created this triangle, the binding triangle that they're talking about. Um, Then did they say that in the show? They make reference to it. Um, uh, Letty makes reference to the binding triangle. So that's why oh, okay. I, I didn't understand. What, I was like, "Why are they in random places?" But then she just talks about it, so I was like, "Oh, okay, that makes that makes sense." Um, if you need, it's all. It seems like the the balance is at perfect. You know, the stool is like the perfect, the three pronged. So they were trying to do the, right. you know, trying to do um, make that triangle. So right. we, uh, as Ruby and Letty are, you know, there. They're trying to like get everything done and get everything together. Like, okay, we're Ruby. Uh, Letty's like, okay, we done it. Let's get ready to get out of here. And then Ruby kind of turns around and looks out to the moon and. She's just talking, you know, kind of just saying random things, and you know, she's like looking over, and Letty's like, "Well, which, what you see? something over there. What's going on? Some, some foolishness." And uh, Ruby's back is to Letty, and she says, "Um, "I finally understand what the pull of family. I, I, I I understand the pull of family for the first time." And then you see Letty's face go like, "Bitch, you're not my sister." So at that moment. (laughs) You know, at that moment, Letty's kind of like, okay, this is this is Christina, um, and we, she kind of knows that the, you know, we, she knows that Christina can be can become other people and kind of shapeshift. So mm-hmm. uh, she immediately realizes that this is not her sister, but it's, it is um, the the evil villain. Um, then they start to fight, and uh, Christina basically tells her, you know, I caught Ruby trying to steal from you, trying to steal to help you. You're the reason that your sister is dead. Basically, like, oh my god! So she likes. They start fighting, and they're wrestling. And she uh, basically throws Letty over the edge, and Letty hits the ground and basically, you know, cracks her neck and looks like die- like she dies. Um, at the same time that that's happening, we see an angry mob of the people that we thought were very docile, you know, in the episode right. uh, t- two. Um, they're like going, they're beating up, you know, Hippolada and Jihai and uh, Montrose. They knock Montrose out, uh, Montrose knock him out, and they basically take them um, and put take them uh, to Christina. Um, um I didn't understand why they just didn't kill them, but that's, yeah, that's yeah I, I didn't either. Um, it would have made more sense. Um, right. And then uh, Christina tells, uh, right before Christina throws Letty over the side, she tells her, you know, she made uh, a promise to Ruby that she would not kill her sister. So uh, you remember, right. like, the, she had removed the marker cane in the flashback on my second watch. That's when I saw that yeah. she puts it back I on. I saw it. Yeah. Then. I was like, right. I didn't see when this happened, but Marcus did call it out uh, the first time. I just I didn't yeah. see it. So she yeah. and I thought it was Ruby because she was she was Christina as Ruby. So, I, yeah, isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was a little bit confusing. Yeah, um, so we realized that. Uh, so now uh, this is the second time that honestly, this, well, this is the second time that. Christina has brought uh, Letty back from the from the dead, um, in this show. So she, um, yeah, that's yes, true. So we'll see, we'll see at the end. Um, she does bring her back. <laughs> so you know the uh, the mob basically, you know, they grab them. They then they take uh, Jiha and Montrose's body and and Um Hippolada to where Christina's doing this spell. Um and uh we you know there's, she's trying to you know do the spell kind of getting things going and then they cut. To D, D, they just basically left this. <laughs> why did they leave her ass in Chicago? I don't know. But they like, Girl. they leave her. They, D,
3: leave the no, no, nobody in this, nobody in this show gives a fuck about D. D. I have learned that and she is such a, <laughs> I,
0: she is a neglected child. But the showrunners do <laughs> make a point, a good point about why she's in the car. Yeah, if you listen to Lovecraft Radio, but yeah, yeah. Steel.
2: My God, dog no, guys. Um, so Dee is <laughs> in the car with her little flashlight, and she's reading Lovecraft Country, the book that her nephew, yes, in real life, yes. her nephew <laughs> wrote when he was an adult. Uh, so she's yes. reading.
3: Well, 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 well. It it Maybe her cousin. It certain
2: might be her, might be her cousin. I'm gonna go with nephew. I'm gonna live in that. I'm gonna live in nephew land. Okay, okay. <laughs> so uh, then a sh- uh, another monster comes up. And um, so then her, sh- uh, Shagat, like, comes out. And he was like, he, he starts rocking the car. And he's like, oh, no, you're not gonna mess with my girl, Dee. She's my new, mas- my new mistress. And he goes and attacks him. And so we know that Dee is least being looked after by the chakra that um her cousin or her <laughs> cousin brother has given <laughs> given to her that. Did, did,
0: did he tunnel all the way there from chicago <laughs> girl, he an
2: <laughs> girl no he got on the elevator <laughs> that chakra, That makes sense that makes sense that he got on the <laughs> elevator I, I do i i get that i get that um
3: this is, even the saga was like, why do these motherfuckers just ain't get on that one. Exactly.
2: So he goes and he makes sure that D's okay and he kills the other one. Um, so clearly he's the most powerful of all of them. We we kind of find out. Uh, then Tick is on the altar and Christina basically slashes his um his forearms open and basically bleeds him to death. And like you see that she's doing the spell, and now like she's getting his energy and he's basically slowly dying. <laughs> Yo, um, that was the
3: chair me carried Completely fucked up that homecoming dress. Oh, like, dude, that was gross. That's
2: that's what, exactly what it reminded yeah, me of. Yeah, Definitely that was gross. Car- Definitely, I didn't even think that back. Carrie vibes. Yeah, that Carrie was vibes. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Carrie vibes. All right. Um. So she's saying her her spell and she's getting all of Tix, you know, life force and all the bloods all over her. She's turning her white dress into a red dress now. Like she's like, you could have just really gone to like a seamstress dress and gotten another textile off, or whatever. So um, he's dying <laughs> and then you know um we. See Christina uh, you know, doesn't realize that now Letty has run up behind behind them. The mob has fought uh Jihad and uh, Hippolyta, so they're there. So they're just basically watching him die. And Letty, you know, mouths to him that she loves him. Um she says, you know, I love you. And Tick is just kind of slowly, you know, dying away. And in this scene, I was just happy that they they did make Montrose uh, comatose or he was asleep or whatever he was doing, got knocked out, because it would have been really bad for him to watch his son um, kind of die. Uh, like that slowly um so as uh so as he starts to die uh, letty starts to chant um and starts to say the um the spell. So she starts to do that. Um, and she's like, you know, this is I'm not gonna, we're not gonna go silently, basically telling Christina, like, you know, she just starts to do the spell. Christina's like, bitch ain't not gonna work. I'm already you know, he did. I'm the best bitch in the world. Like, you see my red dress. She was like, and Letty just persists, she does not give up, she just keeps saying the words, keeps mm-hmm. saying the words. Um, and then it starts to work. Then Letty um and then as Letty uh Christina turns her back and she's like, Whatever, girl, whatever. Letty takes the knife, the sword that Christina cut tick off and she stabs her in the back and it like comes out of her stomach. And I was like. I don't know why I really like that when people do that to other people not like in real life but like on movies and stuff like that not in real life but on movies so she like stabs uh, her and here comes the sword Okay, because um, it's so dramatic you know she was like bitch I don't care I'm already a mortal idiot like ha 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 dummy and then she pulls the sword out and then Jihad was like oh I remember wait a minute the witch lady told me I need to step into the darkness I'm like yeah bitch D- yeah step let's get it let's step into
1: it get the step in. shit get <laughs> your asses are
2: sitting up this is a damn chant so as <laughs> as, as Letty is, is making the chant happen you see all of this swirl of darkness start happening like it was like the smoke monster on Lost so like w- w- gave us real Lost mm-hmm. vibes so it starts like swirling away and Jiha steps into it and then she lets her nine tails kind of start you know just protruding out of her body she then starts to connect Tick and Christina so now Tick, Christina and Titus are all connected and now they can finish the binding spell so then then you see um letty does not give up and she's still saying the words still saying the words and now you see uh you know jihad when she kills somebody she sees their memories like in their all their life you know flashes in, in her eyes so then that's when we saw mm-hmm. to connect to the shaga shaga to d uh, we saw christina put the uh, mark of K back on letty as ruby in the tower we see hippolata mm-hmm. We see now that Hippolyta has known that Tick was going to die the whole time because he gave her the letter to give to his dad when he passed away. And I was like, oh, shit. And then they're kind of in the surgery room. Like she sees all these like bloody, you know, like cloths. I'm like, oh, she just did the surgery. And Tick was there when she did the surgery on these like magic arm or whatever. Um, then we see Ruby uh, is in the basement in a coma, coma's toe state. Um, so we know that, that she is in a suspended animation. So she's not, I don't think, all the way dead. Um, and then we see the last one is Tick hugging his dad uh, for the last time. And, you know, we know that Tick knew he was going to sacrifice himself. And he was telling his dad a lie, like, you know, I'll, I'll be okay. So he kind of, you know, um, gives his dad a hug, gives Montrose a hug. And then we see everything shit breaks, break loose. Hannah's spell has actually worked. Jihai, like I kept saying from the beginning, was the magic nine tails. So everything starts to happen and rubble starts to fall on Christina and guess what guys she's not immortal bye I um
3: I don't want to ask uh, too many questions but I got a question too okay I just, one, I, and I, we still haven't made it to the very end so I, okay well I just remember I remember high explicitly saying that when a man climaxes, that was when her tails come out, or I thought it was when she climbed. Either way, I felt it was a climax. Things I just didn't know she could just do it on a call like that. Like and here are my nine tails,
0: but you know, I think she learned how to do it when she stepped into the darkness. I I don't I don't know I, I, I don't know. Well, my question is,
1: if if she's somehow if she's her tails connected the two the two entities or whatever if christina is immortal why is Tick still dead if like if, if christina had if christina was alive and had Tick's blood and all that good stuff or whatever why is Tick not back to life then like where did that energy go what did that what did, did that go
3: my question was wouldn't that introduce a fourth party into this little um Design we got going on, and when that fuck up the spell even more <laughs> like y'all have introduced another per- another thing into this spell. Y'all got a lot of questions. I I need, need y'all to narrow down all the questions because y'all literally ask the like, like, questions. question. So what? What's the first? I, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. The first. I, I, the first. <laughs> I don't think any of these are true questions because none of us know the answers. It's yeah. just us thinking out loud, you know. So
2: I don't get. You the, know. I don't get Marcus's question because I'm like the energy that happened went to shutting down all the white people to make sure that they don't have magic anymore so it wasn't for it wasn't for tick tick was dead already he was already dead.
1: then then why why did then why did her tail pick him up why did her tail go through take
3: yeah if he was already dead i don't think dead i I actually don't think he's
2: dead but i don't think he's dead I i think he's gonna come back
3: well i thought your question was wasn't christina already immortal so why did she die at that point, unless the, the, spell. the spell
2: she was doing wasn't truly complete. That's what I thought. I, I didn't think that she truly completed the spell. Yeah. I think she got, I think it was a, a play on, a, it was a commentary on hubris because she was just like, ha, 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 bitch, I'm alive and you're dumb and I'm done. She was like, no, you actually didn't finish your full spell. Now we're about to take all your yeah. magic. So I think, I think it was, a. Uh, I think it was a commentary on hubris and really celebrating before, you know, all your chickens have hatched or whatever people say, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not good, I'm not so, good
3: at that. I, 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 I don't think it's don't celebrate before your chickens. Oh, don't, you. don't count all your head.
0: Don't count all your eggs, baby.
3: not don't count all the. I, I I damn sure know it ain't. Don't celebrate before all the chickens hatch.
2: <laughs> I'm really bad at sayings, guys. I'm really. I never know like mm. the. You know when they when they, they go like it's yeah, yeah it's what she said. You know I'm like I never know when to say that. Like I never. I'm not good at that. I'm not good at that kind of stuff. That is fade of black people games. I'm not good at those things. Sorry. I don't know. I just I just thought that she didn't completely finish the spell. Um. So I know we have a lot of questions. So let me just end it. So Christina, Christina is, I'm sorry, my sound changed, but Christina is now under this rubble and she's like, help me, help me guys, help me. And my question is where all the fucking white people were a minute ago. They was your whole mob was here. Like your whole town was here. They just like ran away. Uh, if you see know. nine tails coming out, aren't you running away? Oh, I'm definitely running away. Or I'm running either two nine tails or away from the two. No, nine no, tails. no. One to two. But, not because these, but these people have no, been
3: around no. shy girls and shit. They yeah, exactly. all they like not That's familiar men. to
0: them. Yeah. Seeing yeah, but this Asian person nothing. fly, levitate <laughs> with tails coming out, back, that might be some new stuff. And I actually think the white people, are they zombies? I couldn't figure out a they were zombies I, or real people.
3: I don't I don't know what they were either, but I I don't know. My, my I had a question about how this um the oh no, finish. because okay, you haven't gotten to the end. Let me finish it because yeah. my phone
2: is dying. Okay, so okay. Christina um, is under the rubble, and she can't, like, lift it off of herself, and she's like, help me, help me, help me, people, and Dee walks up with her, you know, her pet chakra, they just hanging out, just chilling out in the woods and whatever, and she kneels down, um and she basically was like, you still don't get it, and what I did leave out about that other, the scene right before this, is that Letty told Christina that you need to understand, like, we've made it for that, now no white people have magic, like, now they've they made that right. shift, like, You don't have magic, bitch. That's why you. That's why your spell didn't work. None of your white people have magic, bitch. We done. We done. 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 And so Mm -hmm. uh, when D walks up, you know she now has her robotic arm, her new hot, her new hotness, Earth Five Hundred Four Technology Arm. And she basically was like, no, I'm not going to help you. She grabs Christina around the neck and basically squishes her entire neck. And then she's dead. And then, you know, Dee looks at her, you know, arm and her her hand. And then the chakra screams. And then they kind of walk off. And it's like, oh, Mm -hmm. let's live our best lives." She's dead now. What I did like mm-hmm. is the commentary about now in the next season, will D be a supervillain? And I kind of want her to be because I like when when black people are supervillains. So I don't know. <laughs> That's how we end Yeah, it.
3: because they did make D a sociopath by the end of the show. <laughs> D,
2: D is Arya. D is Aria.
3: I mean, yeah, I mean, I was like, damn. But um, I have a my question is, how do the logistics of. No white people have magic, like so. Does Rashida Jones and half of Diana Ross' children? They just they, wow. they got <laughs> they got some magic, but they just don't have all the magic. I feel
2: like that's, that's like, how question. does that work? That's a question for you. <laughs> that's a question for book readers. That's a question. You need to read the book. We're gonna need you to go to the library, check out the book, and then tell us later
3: so Tracy Ellis Ross she just got some of the magic yeah
2: but
0: th- but <laughs> that's a commentary on all black people because we're not all 100% mm-hmm. black so I was about to
3: say you know how does this work y'all did y'all
2: did Hannah figure all this out before she came up with this girl Hannah didn't know what was going on Hannah was, is, is trapped in her own and make- her own uh, world that she just created by accident she, she do not know what the fuck I know
3: Hannah was like damn I gotta figure out how to way to get the fuck out the of only here what can I come you. up with Listen, the only
2: person in this show I trust is really like real talk is Hattie Hattie ass got all the answers I'm telling you that right now Hattie, <laughs> Hattie. <laughs> Hattie your but, ass do survive
3: but Hattie had never even opened the book I guess that's Hattie Hattie, <laughs> Hattie, Hattie was like that's how I survived yeah. that's how I survived this long You're not that, sticking you speaking know, with Hattie, right?
0: Hattie and surviving they all burned up in the house so Hattie is not even somebody to trust in this.
2: But Hattie I guess Hattie, Hattie was had the real. answers, though. Hattie was like, "Don't do what Hannah did. Hannah fucked things up. You have to do something different." Really, the only person that had answers for real, for real, was uh, was Hattie. Dora didn't have Dora talking about kill yourself. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> "Kill yourself,
3: fool!" You your <laughs> so, sometimes you just gotta kill yourself. <laughs>
2: she was like, <laughs> fuck your life. We like, ain't worried about you. <laughs> Sometimes you have no choice. You <laughs> were like, "Mama, I didn't even have a choice. Mama? Two dicks or one? I don't know. I didn't have a choice." I was like, "Wait a minute, both." So
3: I, ones. so I chose, so I chose both <laughs> of them. <laughs> I ain't mad at Dorado. I ain't mad at Dorito. I get it. I get it, girl. I feel like we made Marcus so uncomfortable.
0: But <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think Marcus is paying us any attention. I think he like
2: checks out. We was like, "Oh, dick, I'm out." <laughs> So yeah, so that's how we ended it. I um, they do not currently have a contract with HBO to do a season two. Misha is, she says she did say that she has ideas for season two. They are ready to go if season two is greenlit. Oh okay, I feel mm-hmm. like that they, HBO would be stupid not to do a season two of this show. To be totally honest.
1: Oh, for sure, for sure. I guess you mentioned like D being a villain of season two, like. Yeah. I think I heard what, like, somebody said, like, what if it pivoted to, like, a um, more, like, Latino or, or Asian-American, like guess, narrative, if that makes sense, or plot?
2: My understanding is that Misha, in in her idea of, her current ideas for season two, what I read was she's going to bring in Mexican-Americans. It's going to be a commentary, Muslim-Americans. It's going to be a commentary on all people of color or people of color in the Americas. So, from my understanding, what I, the last thing I read was that it's going to be next season? Would we'll have Mexicans, um, Muslims, not just not non-white people doing things that shape our reality. Gotcha. From my for that was from what from I read from her ideas for her next season if she gets greenlit, which I hope that they do. Please please light it green, green light it up, light it green up. I don't know. Get a stalker. I don't know. I don't. I don't have no money to give y'all, but my name is is your girl mail, and I will come and help you. Like, <laughs> your
3: name is your girl mail. <laughs> I don't only give
2: sex advice. I give. I will come um, help you with your show. <laughs> my name is It's your girl mail. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna volunteer myself. I'm I'm, gonna talk, I'm volunteering. Uh, I'm volunteering. Mimi, she'll come and do all the other stuff that we uh, we need to do. Like we just gonna come there. We're gonna hang out. You already want to go to L.A. Let's go. Right. <laughs> it's rolled out. So yeah, I uh, I it, it was then watching ending this and then watching again um, which I probably watched five times Issa's uh, cut scene from um, Oh yeah. SNL when she was like, Julie, this show isn't for you. <laughs> right.
3: But I was like that's exactly how we sound trying to explain. Because if you listen to that <laughs> skit, it's kind of like, this can't be real. She's like, and then this is black lady who turns to a white lady to sell pantyhose. <laughs> and you are like, what the fuck? He was like, wait a minute, you're gonna turn to a, hey. a white lady and go get a ne- another job? Like, this, <laughs> this cannot be a real show. you just make that dude was like, stop making up stuff. It's
2: like, that's like, the show. She was like, then it's magic. And then there's this witch. I'm like, it's a witch. <laughs> it was like, that's like, right. really, you can't explain. The show is everything. And they're like, it's so deep. It's so deep. I was like, yes. This right.
3: Is- and then they'd be like, explain <laughs> it to yeah. me well I really can't because you just you just ain't deep enough you need to read up that's why I can't stand your white ass Julie
2: It's like damn <laughs> Julie it's not for you Julie that's how I talk to that lady on Twitter bitch it ain't for you it's for black people in Atlanta this. this is for us not for you
3: and then, and then if you ask the black people they be like wound <laughs> no Oh! Oh no! I don't know. (laughs) Shit! It's the best thing I ever saw. I just know it's the best thing ever. Marcus, it's the best show
2: on TV. Up in the wire. That's all we got to say about it. (laughs) Right. But this was a fun. I'm like, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, this was a fun. It was a fun ride. The ups and the day. Yeah, it was it was it was, it was, like, it was fun. It was a really great entertainment. And thank you for just I'm just like, I just it was cool just to, for the first time as a person that reads a lot of high fantasy, that reads and watches a lot of magic and, um you know, sci fi, just letting seeing us for the first time. I'm like that. What took me out was like, wow, we can be Indiana Jones as well. Like that. I've never seen that. We've never got a chance to see us be Indiana Jones with a sidekick. We're the disposable character. So I thank them for that. Right.
3: And I know, you know, this this show is not uh, perfect. um, You know, like no shows, no shows are perfect. So this show isn't perfect. And then there are. You know holes and stuff like that, but at the same time, like you were saying, it's you know we get we are allowed to explore these spaces as Black people in a way that we just haven't on screen before. And the the original stories that were told with white um, protagonists and stuff back in the day, those also had holes and they they were also flawed. So it's just you know us us being able to live that experience as well as we had as we should have been able to then but just weren't allowed to so
2: i've loved it i've I've loved the ride even 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 though they took us back to painful tulsa and it's been just cool like i didn't know about a lot of the things like i didn't know about you know afro what's it called afrofuturism i knew about it but i didn't i never researched it you know I, i knew george george clinton was really the person that i knew was like the P funk, like that's that they're out there, their future, they're they're thinking out of the box, like. But I never knew a lot of it. I I did know like of I knew who Gordon Parks was, but like I didn't know who Sunray was.
3: I, right, and going back to the Afrofuturism, I think, and I like I haven't seen all things that have dealt with it, but of, of uh the more the things that have been in our culture with the most influence, I would say is Black Panther, and I think uh they did that exquisitely, like, the best I've ever seen. Like, to me, that is the definition of Afrofuturism. Like, uh, an African planet, nation uh, existence or whatever where that was never colonized and what that would look like, the blending of modern technology and modern ideas, but still holding on to tradition and just the perfect blending of that. So Wakanda was the the shit, like, on many levels. Wakanda
1: forever. Wakanda Forever. forever. Yeah. Again, but I, again, I just want to say thank you to Misha Green, um, just everybody, um, uh, with, with JJ Abrams, just, just everybody, uh, Journey Smollett, um, uh, Jonathan Majors. Just, oh man, just thank you. The past 10 weeks have been some of the best Sundays of my life.
3: Oh, it's been, it's been really fun, yeah, it's been a really Especially- fun
1: ride. Yeah, it's like the complete juxtaposition to the Falcons that have ruined the last five weeks. Five
3: weeks of my life, man. Right. <laughs> don't even ask me. Sports don't exist right now. Sports don't even exist right now. Join <laughs> uh, my
2: world. I never know what sports is happening. I don't know right. what's happening with sports. Join Melanie. I don't know. Yeah, it's been fun. I'm like, what? I, I, like Sunday, I was we're like, oh shit. Now this is over. Over. Like, okay, I was kind of a little bit, little bit down, but. Ah, uh, thank you for Lovecraft Radio. Um, it really did help explain a lot of things. I love being—I love the fact that they had a writer from the writers' room able to talk to us, and tell us kind of what they were thinking when they wrote certain things. That was really cool. Um, and just thank you for introducing us to so many beautiful and amazing black black people, black movements that are around culture, that are around art, artistic uh, things that are around religion. Like it was just—it was cool to learn. It was cool to learn from this show. Like this was. This is a class I would take today. Yes, I would take it, and I would. I would love every second. I, I would pay, and I would love every second of it. It was just really, yeah. really cool. Um, and I went to, and I went to HBCU. So, like, understand. Like, this is something that they need to be teaching. Yeah,
3: it, it'll definitely have um, a uh, a large. It, this yeah, is a cultural yeah, moment. Yeah, this yeah. is it'll definitely have culture. a large space in. I think when we're dealing with culture and. Um, in the academic, in the academic realm they're teaching classes. And I, I know this will be a part of it. Um, future yeah. studies, whatever.
2: 100%. And it, and it gave me a way and I enjoy telling white people to watch it. Like, honestly, I was like, oh, you white, you need to watch this. <laughs> like watch and the and the fact that my white friends even the ones that don't like like horror they they're kind of they're more on the mm-hmm. like the scary side they're like "no I really like this." Like they and they're asking questions. They're like, "We didn't know who mm-hmm. Gordon Parks was. You know, we don't know who, you know, Sonya Sanchez is." Like that's what was right. so cool about it is the people that we know, they actually started getting exposed to in a way that didn't it, we didn't force anything down your throat. They just introduced it in such a way that was so cool that made us all want to right. go and learn more. So I thought that was, that was good. And I know that we had a hard peel to take with going back to Tulsa and all that pain, but yeah, it needed the story needed to be told from right. this perspective. You know, um, we had to watch it from this perspective of people that we had grown to love over right. eight weeks. Um, so yeah, it, it it was it was just it was cool. It's a cool show. So I hope I hope and pray that the people, good people at HBO, Warner Brothers, HBO Max, all those all those guys, like, Green light this show. It's really a no-fucking-brainer. I would like, like to
3: see, the reason I would like to see a second season is because I would like to see what they do without um, the source material and not being handcuffed in a way to the source material. Because to me, I okay. felt like they felt like they were, and that's why they had to squeeze 20 million things into mm-hmm. 10 hours. Like, I I felt like this show would have, you know, the show was good, but I felt like us being up here confused for (laughs) like half of the show would not have happened if they had, if they didn't, if they weren't handcuffed to the source material and to a time, like a window of time that they had. Like maybe if they had five more episodes to flesh shit out or if they didn't have to get this in and this in and that in. So, yeah,
2: I get it. I dig it. And I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to start reading the book um, this week. I have a little bit, a lot of work to do, but I'm going to start that. Uh, I'm going to read the book this week. And I actually, we're going to go buy it. Like I want it like physical copy. Um, so I may do a spinoff. If nobody else wants to do a book club, I would love to do a book club. Um, if people wanted to read the book with me, I think that would be kind of fun. But I, I want to read the book at this point. Um, I hope that for the second season, my only request would be to add some writers from the X-Files, Um, Or from the outer limits, like shows like that. um, I that's my only request. Like, add some people from not from Fringe, but like, or frequent. I think it was Fringe. Like, you need X Files. You need um, some writers from shows that cross over genres and do it in a a way that's really, really great. Um, So definitely, if you can get you some writers from the X Files or. Uh, from the Outer Limits, um, even from Tales from the Crypt, get those people on the staff because that's going to take this show to the next level. Yeah, because I
3: was speaking to Tales from the Crypt. I w- was watching uh, Tales from the Crypt Demon to t- today. This, I mean, uh-huh. this shit was scary to me then and I was rewatching. I was like, you know what? This shit was kind of scary. Like the the idea <laughs> behind it. Like, when you're bringing in Jesus' blood and stuff, I'm like, okay, I'm a, I'm almost out now. <laughs> and that they had Jada Pinkett Smith yeah. as, like, you know, the hero mm-hmm. and shit. But, yeah, like, if they brought the, it like, yeah. yeah, they should bring in these people. At the same time, if you want somebody that's scary like me to check completely out of a show, <laughs> bring in those people. Because that's what I'm going to be like, And I'm out of here. I'm not, I, I can't, do not out. <laughs> can't do it.
2: Can't do it. But I feel like, or I feel like that's why I say, from the Outer Limits or the X Files, I feel like they they balance that scary, that sci-fi, that kind of craziness so well. I think it would really benefit the show. Um, so, and I, I I loved like for me, Tales from the Crypt was everything. I loved I loved every Tales from Crypt. Man, uh, bring in some writers from uh, from Tales from the Hood, the first and second one. I watched the third one on Saturday. Don't bring anybody to on <laughs> that show, but. I didn't see the second one but remember and I was like they did I, I know somebody did a
3: second one I won't say it's the official second one I remember them doing a second yeah one. I didn't
2: I never saw it but you know yeah I can't remember it um but the so the one on third on Saturday was very much a sci-fi channel produced okay. show. So that now I'm just going to leave that there. I'm going to leave that wherever people that watch a lot of sci-fi mm-hmm. channel like I do, um, I'm going to leave it there. Like I, I'm i a sharp NATO enthusiast where I watch all of the sharp because they're just mm-hmm. the best, worst movies. So that's where I'm going to leave it. Um, but I see like somebody from toast from the Hood, yeah. like, um, getting some of the writers from I had not uh, from I'm sure they had writers from Get Out and different things but I think we're going to probably see uh, the new um, Candyman that's going to mm. be coming you know being released pretty soon I uh, went back I'm, uh, now uh, if you enjoy true horror horror movies in the genre Eli Eli Roth did a second um, they're doing a second season of History of Horror um, so it's on AMC and AMC plus uh, There, I think there are two episodes that are out now but uh, that's out. Uh, if you love true horror, like "Tales from the Crypt," check out "Creep Show." Uh, they have a new season of "Creep Show" on AMC as well. It's scary as fuck, but it's really, really good. Um, like, I'm mean, like, this is my world. I, I, I love it. I love being scared. I love, I love all this kind of shit. So, I hope that bringing in, I love the fact that there is a predominantly black uh, and very heavily uh, female writers room. But I, I feel like next season, if you bring some of these people in, bring some of the people from Lost. Even though it ended very badly, and I still have, I'm still trying to get over JJ Abrams hurting my my whole my soul and my heart for lost in the years that I spent watching it. But those, that's the kind of vibe. Like I said, like I, when I saw that black smoke, I was like, oh, the smoke. Uh, right, because JJ
3: Abrams <laughs> is one of the producers, uh, isn't it? Yeah, on the show. So yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. But it's all it's all these things. Um, bring some people in from the show, magicians. It's already it's off. It was a sci-fi channel produced show, but it's now gone off the air. You got some of those really good writers that did some fucking amazing work on The Magicians. The first four yeah. seasons are yep. some of the best TV, like hands down, if you love magic and you love geek fucking shit, that show is your jam. Like turn it on. Please go back and watch it. It's on Netflix. They have all the season on Netflix. Please go back and watch the Magicians. Yeah. That shit is Even high.
1: elements of The Expanse.
2: Oh, fuck. Oh, suck. oh. Uh, you know, The Expanse is about to come back. Mm-hmm. Season five.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm
2: going nuts I'm going nuts I, I was like I was down now I'm back up nice. I'm down i back up alright so. that's <laughs> Yeah. oh yeah back up um, yeah so it's just been a great a great ride next week you guys will have a special show for you we're gonna invite some of our fans that listen to us every week some of our friends that call us and be mad at that my friends be mad at me because I didn't tell them what happened I'm like you literally call me as I'm doing the Insta-take. I can't tell you what's right. happening and do an Insta-take, but you yelling at me right. on, my, on my voicemail. So we're going to invite them and ask them how they like the show, what they thought about the season. So that'll be our first time as four layer takes to have some of our fans and our friends, um, join our show next week. So we hope that you guys like it and enjoy it. If you have any questions that you want us to pose on that show or answer, please, you know, let us know, drop us a line on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Um, we will, we are happy to, to bring those in. You can send an email if you want to. Um, but yeah, let us know. So next week is going to be much more of an audience participation and appreciation show. Cause we really appreciate you guys for hanging out with us for this amazing show and taking part of this yep. with us. All right, all right. Well, that's all we got, mm-hmm. guys. That was a lot. Yeah, that was a the lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a lot. That was a lot. too We did two it's hours. So hard
1: <laughs> to say goodbye.
2: Oh, <laughs> To Chagras.
3: To Yeah, Sh- We have... We have... Call those things every. <laughs> it was Chagra. Chagras. Chagra ranks. It's just... Whatever comes to mind at the time. I said yeah. chakras. I
1: don't things got more names than
3: Okay. I was like... I was talking like some know. old black people. You know what your name, know. name is. You know what your name yeah. is. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know what your name is. Hey, hey boy. Hey, boy. You know hey, girl. right? Hey, <laughs> hey.
2: So... <laughs> Hey, 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 you! Um, and the one last thing I'm going to drop is uh, Eli with Eli Ross. The way I found out about who H.P. Lovecraft was, if you go on the, if you search iTunes, uh, History of Horror is on iTunes, and he does an entire episode about um, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft, and he talks to a, um, I believe he's a Latin, a Latin ex. Uh, man that writes um, and produces and does uh, sci-fi and horror. And he's telling you his relationship to H.P. Lovecraft mm-hmm. as a person of color and his love for H.P. Lovecraft and how he had to sneak to like, he would tell his mom to like buy him these books, but she didn't know what she was buying. She was like, okay, I'll buy it, yeah. 50 cents. Okay. And he was like devouring this information Um, and how he, you know, as a person of color came to still love the genre like all of us do. So uh, please, you know, uh, History of Horror, it's Eli Roth and he um, interviews all all these different people and I, I think you guys really dig it so check that out as well um, and that's that's all we got for right now so we'll catch you next week we will not have insta tape but we will have a deep dive uh, to talk to our friends and, and fans and drop us a line uh, if you go on iTunes please give us a five star and rate us and review us that's how we uh, get clout um, on iTunes and get to be recognized please listen to us on all the social media um, platforms for, iP- um, for podcasts and thank you so much hit us up on Facebook. We are on Instagram as well as Twitter. And we will see you next time. Bye.
1: Bye. Dosis.